0: All right, let's roll. The morning after, Halloween style. As we step up and in, dressed up as a disgruntled gambler. The morning after, the Washington Nationals, a first ever World Series championship. And uh, the dozens of people in Washington at the stadium we're celebrating uh, last night. Like, at that point, like, I'm amazed they even opened the stadium. Like, you know, like, there wasn't a lot of people there ever because they only had, like, one crowd shot of, like, one section. (laughs) It's like, guys, you're in the freaking World Series. You know know what I mean? The Toronto Raptors had, like, 14,000 people watching outside, like, a regular season game uh, the other night. Washington, you got a couple of hundred people. I don't know like, uh, if I could be more indifferent about a championship. Maybe I'm just uh, bitter. Maybe I'm jaded. Maybe I'm old. Maybe I'm uh, tainted. Uh, but uh, I feel nothing. Although I will say, when it's all said and done, even though I did uh, pick the Houston Astros to win the World Series, so we'll get that out of the way. I was wrong. Um, although I was all over the Washington Nationals and I told people at 28 to 1 they were great freaking value, I should have listened to myself. Uh, but when it's all said and done, Joe Ranieri, the Houston Astros pretty much uh, are deserving of what they got. And when you really add it all up and you look at the Houston Astro organization, they really are pretty swarmy and non-apologetic about their douchiness. So I think the nicer guys actually won in the end. I will say that, Joe. And the better team won. The better team and the better guys uh, won. And I shouldn't throw the Houston players under the bus, but I think from an organizational standpoint, the Astros kind of showed their true colors, uh, Joe.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. They fired their uh, general manager, uh, assistant general manager, right through the World Series. Never mentioned the word about it. Kind of funny along those lines. Oh, yeah, and the team that can actually sacrifice bunt won. So kudos.
0: All right, so the morning after begins. Get on the grid. Zumo TV Channel 719.
2: Message and data rates may apply.
3: Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to.
5: that's money now the number 100.com
6: I had great results I lost 70 pounds my weight 265 and went down to 195 my doctor told me if it works for you then do it a lot of people say to me how did you lose the weight I said I take Andro 400 every day I'm gonna take it forever
7: that was Walt talking about Andro 400 now listen to what Bob has to say
0: Morning After has begun. I'm Moretti, Midtown Manhattan, Studio 34. Shout out to uh, everybody uh, joining us this morning, whatever uh, platform you're joining us on. We've got uh, Thursday night football uh, this evening. San Francisco and Arizona. Hard to believe, but Arizona have actually beaten San Francisco eight straight times that uh, they have played. So we'll break uh, that down and uh, more. The World Series is done, so the baseball season uh, is done. I'm curious to see what the uh, the ratings were uh, for last night's uh, game. Um, a World Series in which, you know what, the better team uh, won uh, the Washington Nationals. Resiliency, uh, pretty damn impressive. They had their backs against the wall five times every time they won. every And not only that, in every elimination game they were in, they were actually trailing uh, as well. So it really was the definition of um, never quit, never surrender, and um you know the Houston Astros sort of had the feel of that you know you see this with like sort of the the elite teams that when you start like you know f- punching back that you know it doesn't take much uh for them to um to hang their heads and like you know like basically Joe when you in this series every time Washington were down by a couple of runs it always felt like, well, this team can come back. This team is scrappy. You notice every time Houston got down by a couple of runs, they were done. Like, there was no ever even rallies or comebacks. You know, the Houston were real front runners, right? Like, when things were going well for them, hey, it's great, and we're, we're cocky and we're carrying the bat around the first base and stuff. But as soon as things got difficult and there was a lot of pressure on the Houston hitters – they folded, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, like they were. They there was classic front running. I mean, come on, to blow the leads that they did constantly. And you know, you see in sports, you're gonna see this all the time. A, you know, a fight, a team, a game. One team's gonna come out, and one team will always come out a little bit more aggressive than another team. Then there's gonna be the counter punch, and then there's the adjustment and the counter punch. There was never any counter punch or adjustment for the Houston Astros. like, And it's another case, in my opinion, too, of a team who had it easy in a regular season, who when they get into close games, they get into uh, tough games, they're not used to it, uh, Joe. And, we, you know, we see this in sports often with these teams that just sort of cruise. The Los Angeles Dodgers fell victim to the same damn team, and the Dodgers were like the Astros. Oh, we're so great. Life's so easy. You know, we win a division by 48 games. Yeah, how do you do when somebody starts fighting back? Not well. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, and the numbers, too, when you look at it, guys, just look at the games all postseason long. Look at what the Washington Nationals did from the seventh inning on in games and look at what all the teams they beat did. Uh, If they didn't win the first five, the Astros, they weren't winning. uh, It didn't make a difference. If they didn't have the lead going after the fifth inning, in all likelihood, they weren't winning the game. And that's you're a victim of your own circumstance when you have two pitchers that every time they went out to the mound for over two months, you didn't score two runs, you're good to go. Score three runs, you're good to go. You don't ever have to worry about losing because those guys were so dominant. But you're right, when you got punched back in the face and they weren't as dominant, you became a very average team with no idea how to actually come back and win a game.
0: And the classic example was on the the failed uh, sacrifice attempt. Yes. And, you know, that's just one play in a game. That's one play in a game that would have given them a couple of run lead. Um, You know, it's just, you know, when you don't ask teams, I talk about it in the NBA all the time, in which, you know, everybody cranks it up a notch defensively in, um, in the postseason. Yet, even if you improve your effort, if you guys haven't played defense all year, you're not going to do it very well just on effort, right? Mm -hmm. Like the teams that already play defense crank it up another notch. And then it's, it's like next level. There's a lot to this. Um, AJ Hinch didn't do the Houston Astros a lot of favors in this series. No, he did. not. And you know, we can, you know, Oh, he was out, out, you know, out managed and all this type of stuff. But it was another instance, like I said, Joe. Like whenever Washington was down, you never got the feeling that the game was over. Mm-hmm. And whenever there was like a decision to be made, it was almost like AJ Hinch outthought himself all the time. And Martinez played it perfectly. Like mm-hmm. he really did. Like it's like Martinez like was like someone who won the World Series of Poker, man. You know what I mean? It's like he. You know, he wasn't talking to anyone in the dugout. He was just very pensive. Right. Like, he's watching. He's thinking, he's like, no, 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 no. Hinch was like nervous. Like, I don't know if I take him out, if I leave him in. And, you know, I definitely like Martinez did a great job by not overmanaging. I think Hinch overmanaged and it ended up costing them. But there were a lot of things uh, that cost the Houston Astros. And I think one thing. That didn't, uh, didn't help last night, but they were both playing with the same uh, jackass behind home plate last night. Oof. I mean, some of those calls show. I mean, oh. there was some calls, and then after the home runs came, yep. you've got to be able to fight through it. We talked about it on in-game live. Scherzer mm-hmm. and Granke were doing a good job earlier in the game of not getting frustrated at the erratic strike zone, but eventually that stuff is going to catch up. And I totally understand that balls and strikes are subjective, even though it's annoying. It's supposed to be from the letter to the knees. But you guys, like, you never do it. You don't want to play it. You know what I mean? It's yep. the only sport where they don't go by the rules. It's like, yeah, well, you know, like no one ever calls a strike at the letters. Like, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. You put it at the knees, oh, it's too low. Like, you know, like there is, what's the freaking strike zone? So mm-hmm. I get it. It's strike zone is the up. It's objective, Joe, but the umpiring in this World Series was beyond bad. Like, you could get a couple of guys from the International League that, like, Jose Canseco plays in, and, you know, like, the Freak League and, mm-hmm. like, the Manitoba Moose and stuff like that. You could go and get umpires from that league, and they would do a better job. Like, if they tried to do a bad job, Joe, they couldn't have done any worse, these umpires. This crew the entire series.
1: Yeah, now it's uh, send a gift. Uh, the uh, the NFL uh, refs should send a gift basket uh, to the MLB umps because they made them look like geniuses all throughout the uh, all the postseason too. By the way, not just even the World Series. It was it was not good. And Davey Martinez, by the way, did one thing AJ Hinch didn't is he allowed his best players to play. He he trusted and had faith in his best, and he said we're gonna win or we're gonna lose. With our best, and AJ tried looking into books and trying to make, you know, 80 pitches, and you pull a guy out in a game that made everyone look like idiots. I, you overthought it, dude. You just overthought it.
0: It's a good thing I still wasn't on here. I would have had a heart attack, Joe. Oh. Like I, I was, I was backing Key. I believed in Grankey and you we know, talked about how many pitchers were like, dude, he can go nine innings, man. Dude He's it was cruising. Perfect. The thing about Greinke is you don't need to worry. He can handle it if it's first and second. He doesn't panic. Exactly. Hinch is the one that panicked.
1: That's correct.
0: You know, Hinch is the one that panicked. And ultimately, we've talked about this in the past. This this is almost chalk one up for the old school. Yeah. It really (laughs) is. Rizzo is pretty old school. Dave Martinez is old school. Mm Mm-hmm. The Houston Astros are as new school as you can freaking get. Yep. And at some point, analytics will only get you so far. At some point mm-hmm. you've got to dig down, make a play, get the clutch hit. Look at Adam Eaton. You know what I mean? You know, boom, right up the middle. Pretty yep. much clinch the game right there. Smart piece of hitting. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, take that and put that in your analytic pipe. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like the Washington Nationals, Joe, were baseball players. They were grinders. They yep. were they were competitors. They were grinders. The Houston Astros are like a team of elite analytics. And when things start going wrong, man, it's like a real-life computer. You're screwed. <laughs> it's yep. like, I don't know. It usually agree. works. <laughs> it's it's like, it never does freeze. this. Can, I've never seen it freeze <laughs> like this. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Boy, it froze That's like true. this because it's been on for 18 hours. Right, like it's basically you rely on analytics. At some point, you got to make a play. And I tell you, it's almost like the old guys, like the old school baseball guys, said "F you" to the analytics
8: uh, in this series. Stars make plays.
9: 800 984 4207. 800 984 4207. That's 800 984 4207.
5: Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three keywords
9: that's
7: 800-223-0992. Jersey's largest sports book. If you head over to FanDuel.com forward slash grid,
1: you can receive a free bet of up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet up to $500 tonight when you open a sports wagering account with FanDuel.com forward slash grid. You got point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, in-game wagering, college or pro sports. You are in control at FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Open your new account. Claim your free wager of up to $500 and do it today. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only, eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the website for details.
0: Thank you very much Joe Raneri. I am in in Midtown I'm Manhattan. The World Series is done and a uh, great job by Joe jumping on the Nationals uh when they were down to um to uh Houston uh when they went back to Houston. It was 3 games to 2. The Nationals were like plus 600. Uh Joe jumped in and did not uh, hedge unless you decided to hedge in game uh last night uh, but I do uh Either way, uh, Joe, uh, nice job. You ended up uh, cashing a nice uh, plus-money ticket uh, mm. by uh, showing uh, the same resiliency the Nationals did. <laughs>
1: exactly. That's all right. We've already moved on, though. We're trying to figure out, do we go with the heat and let it ride against Atlanta tonight? So congratulations. Let's let's make more money.
0: Well, Trey Young, Young's not there. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there is a lot of NBA to get to, but there's a moral to the story and to what Joe did. And I talked about it as well a lot through this uh, this series. And it happened in the Stanley Cup final as well. Mm. It happened um, in the NBA finals last year. There were a couple of uh, crazy swings uh, with the series price. In which, basically, it's too bad I have to wait now, Joe. Because there is no playoffs coming up now. You know what I mean? Right. There's college football, but it's not the same. Um so we have to wait now to the NBA until uh, the NHL. But essentially you see, and I'm not saying it works in the first round because the first rounds are a lot of mismatches. Mm-hmm. And in the second round, you know, same thing. It, it sort of gets tighter. But, um, you know, let's say for, for conference finals and, and championship series, is, there's these wild swings, Joe. Basically, you just take the underdog blindly before. And right. I've been talking about this for years, and I don't freaking do it, and I'm getting pissed off. You know, at least I finally jumped on the money line NFL stuff after years, and I was like, ah I can't I gotta I gotta stop. I gotta do it. This is the same thing. Um, like before the series starts, you're getting the Washington Nationals at like plus two ten. Right? Mm-hmm. It was like plus two ten, plus two hundred, whatever, you know, in that range, plus two oh five. It bounced around. It plus let's call it plus two hundred. You're getting the Washington Nationals at plus two hundred. After two games, you were getting the Houston Astros at plus two fifty. Yeah. <laughs> after after five games, you're getting the Washington Nationals at plus six hundred. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, like, correct me if I'm wrong here, but anytime you keep on getting plus money, plus money, plus money. You can't lose. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't happen in this series, guys. Uh, NBA, Toronto Raptors were down two games to none to the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, they're done. They're done. They went up to as high as 16-1 to one to win the NBA title, Joe, then. Yep. They won the title easily after. <laughs> they won four straight games and yep. then won. So when they hit their highest odds... They weren't even 16 to 1 before the playoffs started. All right. They were like 8 to you know, 7 to 6 to 1 and stuff like that. So they hit their highest peak in the Eastern Conference Finals. They were down two games to none. The odds are 16 to 1. They went on to win eight of their next 10 games. Mm-hmm. They won four straight against Milwaukee and then four of the six, uh, four, four and two against the Warriors. You got them at 16 to 1. Against, like the, uh, against the Bucks, bro, they were like plus 450, plus 550 when they were down two games to none. Stanley Cup Finals, if you remember, Joe, Yeah. it was the same thing. And it was also the same thing as last night, where if you remember in the Stanley Cup Finals, it was like, well, oh, they're going back home now. They're going to be better. No, the teams kept losing at yep. home. It was the same crap. It was the same crap. St. Louis won on the road. Mm-hmm. they couldn't win at home. I think they won one home game. I remember, like, because it was the same thing. They were like, "Wow, well, I don't know. We've been better on the road. Like, it was a classic hockey stuff. Both coaches were saying the same thing. When we get home, we try to put on a show. Too many passes. You know, we get too fancy. We get too cute. And in hockey, it's called play a classic road game. It means play a smart game. And, you know, the Washington Nationals played classic road games all the way through, but first World Series in history that the uh, that the uh, team that won won all four games on the road. And in fact, you have to go back to 2010, and this is a real obscure, very Canadian-ish uh, stat here, Joe. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, um, the last time, so we know this never happened in baseball before, right? That uh, a, a, a championship series, the World Series that uh, a team lost four times on their home field. The, a team won all four times and lost all the times at home. Now, we've seen this, you know, home court, home ice doesn't really mean as much anymore. We just talked about it in the NBA. We saw last year the Raptors won three straight times in, in Oakland. The Blues and the Bruins, home ice didn't mean anything. So we've seen this before, but you have to go back to 2010. That the any time in any playoff series... <laughs> And it's actually in the Western Hockey League. Oh wow! The Portland Winter Hawks. <laughs> oh damn! And the Spokane Chiefs. Yeah, that's the last time a series um, of any kind. That's the last time a seven-game series in any sort of sport actually had the uh, the the home team lose every game in a seven-game series.
1: Damn, you were digging last night, huh? Well,
0: damn. It's pretty hardcore right there, huh? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, oh, 2010, Western Hockey League. That's part of the uh, the Canadian Hockey League. <laughs> damn, and dude. don't ask me, you're going to say, well, why, there's teams in Portland in the Canadian Hockey League? Yes, Joe, don't there's even teams. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Yes, I don't yeah, know if man, you were like, aware of that, but.
1: I've, uh, I've learned not to ask. I just, I take it, take, it, take your word for it.
0: Because <laughs> people are like, <laughs> CHL, like. I've had like even like non sort of sport people like ask me. They're like, why is there a team in Maine in the United States in the Quebec League? <laughs> I'm like, because there is. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay. I'm like I'm basically, like, I, I look at them like they're dumb. I'm like, what other league are they going to be in? <laughs> like, <laughs> Good you know what point. I mean. That's exactly it. Good point. Yeah, it's like Plymouth, you know, <laughs> M- Michigan. They're they're in the Ontario Hockey League. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> That where I draw the line is when they put um, teams in Shreveport, Louisiana, in the Canadian Football League. That's a problem, yes. And I was like, yeah. you, you guys, like, you're kind of missing the point. <laughs> 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 like, like, you know what I mean? Like, if it's a CFL, and they're like, all right, listen, man, we're putting a team in Detroit. It's like Windsor, Detroit. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. we're going to play in Detroit. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but... Joe, there was a team in Las Vegas in the Canadian Football League. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's a bit of a problem. Dude, the guy that did that, the commissioner whose idea it was, all right, to, like, whatever, dude. It was a cash grab in the league. The CFL was struggling at the time because the commissioner was a moron. And Mm. the commissioner at the time is actually the mayor of Toronto right now. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, he's the mayor of Toronto now. And uh, he's like a politician-type rich guy that – he wants whatever, like, he wants every job, like whatever cool job. He's like, yeah, yeah I want to be the commissioner of the league. So like, yeah, yeah, I want to be mayor. He, like, he ran to be, like, the governor premier of, you know what I mean, of Ontario before. He's going to run for, like, prime minister. Like, he's just one of these guys. But, so when he was running for office, <laughs> everyone's asking him, so what's your stance on, uh, on uh, the infrastructure? What about the traffic congestion? What about poverty? Right. And uh, I, I, uh, I sent them a question. I, I said, "How can we trust anyone to run a city of eight million people when you thought it was a good idea to put teams in Louisiana and Nevada in a Canadian football league as commissioner?" <laughs> it's a really legitimate question, isn't it? Like, imagine out yeah, a debate, everyone's coming with yep. stuff, and I'd say, yep. "I'd say, sir, with all due respect, you want to run a city? You ran a league like eight million people in Toronto." Eight teams in the CFL. He yep. didn't do too well with the CFL. No, no. <laughs> he's actually you been an Louisiana. all right. He's actually been an all right mayor. Has he really? Has yeah, I can't. I large. hate to say it. Yeah, but <laughs> he's pretty good. Maybe he's, even he's like, yeah. In hindsight, that was probably a bad idea. You know what he's like? He's like a bland Republican dude that's not like racist and offensive. <laughs> you know what I mean? It must like him right yeah I mean, yeah that's good. what i'm saying no yeah. like he's a he's like uh he's a rich guy sort of a banker type of guy he's a businessman but like i said he's sort of he gets social stuff he's not like hey you know what i mean
1: he's not blind okay
0: yeah yeah like so he's not it's hard to like hate him like mm. people are indifferent to him <laughs> like it's a good like, trait to have yeah yeah but it's politics. still still a dumb idea <laughs> yeah exactly the funniest thing, too, is they have a hockey league in uh, in Quebec. And um, it used to be called the uh, the Quebec Semi-Pro League. Mm. And it's known. There's documentaries and stuff. We could probably roll. I'll send you some video, actually. There's, there's documentaries. There's a documentary about the league. Mm. And it's known as the most violent hockey league uh, in the world. Wow. You're, like, in a hockey game... Nowadays, you get kicked out and stuff. In, in this league, you're allowed three fights per game. Each really? player is allowed three fights per game. Damn. And you're expected to do it. And um, instead of, like, getting upset, they they put a spotlight. Like, they turn the lights off and they put a spotlight on the fighters. <laughs> and, like, the referees, like, help. Like, they sort of get everything out of the way. And they'll play, like, Rocky. And there's like some 10-minute, it's basically MMA on skates. That's
10: great.
0: But they changed the name to the North American Hockey League, which I don't understand. They're all from Montreal and Quebec.
5: (laughs)
11: what's your irs problem do you owe back taxes is there a lien placed on your property have your bank accounts been frozen or seized have your wages
12: been garnished are you being audited by the irs are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates well solving your tax problems is as easy as calling taxes 321 the irs is the largest collection agency in the world
11: What's your story. Go to gamefacegrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs.
0: I have a public service announcement to uh, uh, a dude named Rod John who's in our chat right now. Stop mm. drinking tap water. Stop drinking tap water, um, Rajan. That's not a conspiracy that the fluoride in tap water makes people dumber. Mm. It really is true. I'm not just yep. saying this. It's not like this isn't like an Alex Jones wingnut type of deal. It was actually it's, they actually sort of admitted it the other day. Oh yeah, by the way, yeah, actually, people's IQs are going down. So I encourage you, please. I, you know what? I used to be anti-bottled water. I used to tell people, um, you know what, um, Evian is spelled backwards, Joe. Naive. <laughs> it actually is too. <laughs> like, it's amazing that it actually is. Evian, 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 Evian water spelled backwards is um, is actually naive. And I used to tell people, well, you're naive for spending like four bucks on that bottle of Evian water. But uh, one day, after like 46 years of drinking nothing but uh, alcohol, Gatorade, and soda, I had extreme chest pains. I went to the doctor and he told me, You're like, you're more dehydrated than, Mo- than the Mojave. He's like, You got to start drinking water. And uh, hey, I got on the water train. But bottled water, this guy, Rajon, in our chat, he's clearly drinking tap water and uh, it's clearly affected his IQ, which I'm assuming wasn't very high to begin with. Now let's bring in a man named Brandon Lang that knows all too well. About the intelligence level of uh, a YouTube uh, message board. (laughs) And, and Brandon, one of my favorite, you you know, I go way back, but man, I remember like right after the movie came out and stuff, there's always these haters, right? And one of my favorite parts, I loved your videos, you sitting at the desk just telling people to blow you and go after your echo, F themselves. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it, Brandon.
8: (laughs) I appreciate
13: that, bro. You know, but I've, you know, it's like, I don't have a Twitter. I don't have an Instagram. I don't, you know, I, I, I'd rather, you know, try to be a little mysterious and, and not throw it out there. You can have it. But when I played golf with Roger Clemens years ago, um, with me, McConaughey Clemens, and it was at Riven LA. Um, Roger looked at me and said, listen, just so you know, you know when you've made it is when you have haters. He said, so the higher up the ladder you go more haters that are going to be waiting for you he said to so just be prepared and he's right so you can't you, you know all you can do in my business when uh, and i said this on your show multiple times i can never win enough to sustain the demand of people who want my picks because they made a movie about me the only thing you do is just keep grinding man because a perfect example of that i think i've told this story on, on your show in the month of august i had 12 straight winning days 12 straight winners 12 straight winners in a row over 12 days. And on that 13th day, we had 25 new uniques come to the site and buy for the first time. So that's 20. I think it was 21 guys that bought my pick for the first time. And I lost that 13 straight pick. How many of those 21 guys came back the next day and bought a pick? None, not one of them. And so then what happened? I rolled off four more in a row after I lost that one. And that's my point. You're never, you're never, because you, there's always going to be somebody mad who catches the tail end of a streak. And, you know, you you can, the hate out there for me and the guy been, you know, the guy that lives in the basement of his mom watching tranny porn, drinking big gulps and works at 7-Eleven on the graveyard shift. That's the guy hiding behind a username on the, uh, on the internet slamming me.
0: No, that that's not true. You they know. don't even work at 7 Eleven. That's not true. 7 Eleven, some dude. I, I, I thought it was. I know, yeah, yeah. I'm just it saying it's not good no, good. like, don't even it's not even them. You know, my local guy, nice guys at the gas station. Uh, <laughs> nice nice guys. I thought it was midget porn, though.
1: I didn't think it was tran is it isn't it midget porn or was it tranny? I don't know. I no, no, it's Tranny. It's Tranny. No,
0: no. These are the my type of dudes not. that actually have the hots for their sister, yep. Brandon. Like they, it's like they're keeping like, it in house even. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like.
13: You know, I'm pushing,
0: I've always said the same it, thing, though. To... If you don't have trolls and you don't have, like, haters, then you're kind of irrelevant, right? Apathy kills. That's the, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's, if, what, that's what. Yeah. Apathy kills. Basically, like, that's... if you're a talk show host, and I've been doing this 18 years, and I heard Tony Kornheiser say this before. And uh, Kornheiser gets suspended. Every, you know, he gets suspended a lot. And he got suspended. He came back. And he's like, they were like, oh, it's good to have you. But he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You know? <laughs> it's like in the old days of the Washington radio. He's like, yeah. He goes, i tell you what. He goes, I've been doing radio 33 years. He goes, I've been suspended about nine times. And he's like, uh, he said, if, you're, if you host a daily radio or television show for, for a long period of time, and you've never offended anybody, been fired or been suspended? You've probably hosted a pretty boring show, Brandon.
13: <laughs> yeah, I said on I think I said on your show last week that the I had a losing weekend two weeks ago. And I said, it's very rare where I have back-to-back losing weekends. And I said, so the best time to buy me is after I've had a losing
0: That's weekend. That's what I tell so people all the time. Saturday. And the worst time yep, to buy Saturday picks we'll from go. a capper is when you see, oh, I'm red hot, I'm 11-0. No. You got to wait. Yep. <laughs> you got to wait.
13: Yep. So I had, I had Ohio state, my best bet Saturday burial. Um, I knew Baker Mayfield and Freddie kitchens weren't going to be able to get it done in new England. And I thought the 10 number was a, was such a value number for the Patriots. And yeah, we'll touch and go there in the second half in the rain, but they got it done. Then I had a small play on Monday that lost small play on Tuesday that lost. And then I came with my biggest NBA play of the entire year last night. And what game do you think it was?
0: Last night, biggest. I'll give
13: you a hint. You Ra- a hint. Raptors over 40, the
0: Pistons? They,
13: they were up 43-14 at the end of the first quarter.
0: Is it 43-14? I bet the NBA last night too.
13: Oh, was How it? How about this? Brandon Lang giving you his biggest NBA play of the year? You're up 29 at the end of one and never had to sweat it.
0: I was watching the baseball. Phoenix Suns, bro. Oh, the Phoenix Suns. Were Phoenix they up? Suns. I didn't. I didn't even know like the box score. Yeah. I was on the Phoenix Suns against the Clippers. They've been rolling this team. Yeah. I don't don't know. They're 5-0. They're 5-0 against the spread. It's crazy. Raptors 4-1 against the spread right now. Nets are a nice fade, Brandon. I knew Kyrie Irving was going to mess this thing up, but I'm not saying Kyrie's a bad guy, but the Brooklyn Nets were like a a team that distributed the ball. You didn't know who was going to score. They all liked each other. There was like no one bitched about playing time. Uh, Atkinson, who's a great coach, did a great job with the rotation. Uh, You know, D'Lo would score. Dinwiddie was doing his thing. They'd play defense at the end and get uh, Russell out. Now it's the Kyrie Irving. Hey, let's let Kyrie score 50 and lose again. That's a lot of fun. You know, they're they're, they're a fade team. But let's get into the football game uh, tonight. I brought it up earlier, guys. Uh, The Arizona Cardinals have beaten San Francisco eight straight times. Unless I'm forgetting something, and I do it sometimes, but I believe this is Kyler Murray's national uh, television debut um, under the lights. He played a a preseason game. Uh, San Francisco 49ers 0-6 against the spread. Um, The last um, six games have been favored by a touchdown or more. I think the spread's high here, Brandon. I mean, I get it if San Francisco would be laying double digits in San Francisco, but what about laying this type of number on the road? And do you believe the Niners are for real? What's your take on this?
13: I don't know. I just, I was watching that Arizona-New Orleans game. It was a 10-6 game um, in the third quarter. Um, Kingsbury's got a fourth and one from his own 29, and it's a 10-6 game, and he goes for it. Doesn't get it, and they get outscored 21-3 after that game over. Um these rookie coaches, man, they just they just don't get it, you know. I I like the fact that you're coaching to win and not coaching to lose. Vic Fangio coaching to lose runs it on third and five. Matt Lafleur coaching to win throws a pass on third and five to close out the game. Um, so there you go. I'll just tell you this: um, Frisco's ten and one straight up, eight two and one as a road favorite when seeking revenge. And like I said, they've lost eight straight in this series. And they're seven and zero straight up, six one against the spread, facing a team that's got a win percentage less than 333. So it does seem high. Um, I'm tired of going near big fat double-digit favorites. Um, although I had the Patriots big because I just believe that Baker Mayfield and Freddie Kitchens um, are clueless. Um, so I stayed away from this game tonight. Um, I'm a big Thursday at home dog guy, so I would lean towards Arizona plus the points, but but I didn't play the game.
0: These primetime unders just keep cashing, uh, Joe Ranieri as well. It's, yep. uh, are you going to go back to the well, even though it's a low number tonight?
13: If
1: it ain't broke, don't friggin' fix it. Jesus, that's it. I mean, it's what 76% thus far. And I, do you look the? Do you um? Mm-hmm. You still like the the college games, Brandon? too, tonight. You got two interesting ones. Big numbers, but interesting.
13: I think one dog gets it done and one favorite gets it done. I think Baylor Baylor rolls. West Virginia mm. they're they're in the driver's seat man they got two home games against Oklahoma and the other the other home game they got both winnable but you can look at Baylor and the big 12 championship game and potentially running the table and making the committee very very uncomfortable um give Matt Rule credit all the guy does is, is cover numbers and and get the job done so um big fan of Matt Rule. maybe a ton of money at Temple um followed it closely um, I know the numbers support a play on the road underdog here, but I'm sorry. I would lean toward Baylor. I lean toward Georgia Southern. Listen, Georgia Southern last year uh, at the 11 and tap point home dog uh, beat Appalachian State outright. Um, so, number seven rush offense in the country at 260 a game. It'll be interesting to see. And, and as good as Minnesota has played this year, Georgia Southern went in, and Minnesota as a 16.5-point underdog and lost by three. Mm-hmm. You cover on the road against a Big Ten team and a team in Minnesota that's been playing lights out, I think you can stay within the number tonight uh, at Appalachian State.
0: Uh, Brandon Lang uh, with us. Looking uh, looking at this Baylor team, I like their season win total over, Brandon, coming into the year. Their schedule, as you mentioned, very, very manageable. I'm a big Matt Rule fan as well. And uh, Joe Ranieri... Joe uh, is a Jet fan, and Joe, imagine a Matt Rule. Matt Rule was – Don't even. Yeah. Don't even. Yeah, Matt Rule was offered <laughs> the job. He was brought in. He agreed yep. to take the job. He was about to take the job, and they said, but you don't get to decide who your staff is. We do. Oh, great. They said, "We, we, you know, we're going to hire the coordinators, and Matt Rule – Showing that he's actually a man and he's got balls. He said, I can't take this job unless I hire my own staff. And Mm -hmm. he didn't take the job. And uh, we see the Jets uh, doing great. Jets Mm. uh, just doing uh, absolutely great. But last year, Brandon, too, I'm seeing uh, West Virginia, 58, Baylor, 14. And – you know, revenge is overrated in pro sports, but in college it isn't. <laughs> like, in college it isn't. No. And and in, in pro sports, home court, home field is overrated, as we just saw. In college, it isn't. You're right. This could be like a, a Baylor beatdown here tonight. This is payback, man. 58 freaking 14 last year.
13: Yep. I agree with you
0: 100%. All right, Brandon, before we get you out of here, NFL football uh, this week uh, do you keep riding the Patriots are only laying three for it's three and a half. Now, uh, Harbaugh has had success against Belichick should be a fun game Sunday night.
13: Well, make sure you watch that game. Make sure you look close because your boy B Lang will be on the sideline for that game. And I will be, I've been told that the job that they're giving me, um, will have me on TV for most of the game. <laughs> whether I'm the guy throwing the footballs in, whether I'm the guy. What are you
0: doing? Um, what, are you, like, what are you going about? What are I you doing? What's your job? I don't, I
2: don't,
13: I don't know. I, I don't know. One of my radio markets has put me on the sideline for the game, and I will be on <laughs> TV. So look for Brandon Lang and your stat of the day and your stat of the day. The Green Bay Packers are 13 and one straight up, 14 and 0 against the spread, away off and away game when facing an opponent less than 500. The Pack. Get it done over Philip Rivers for the Chargers.
9: That's 800 403
0: 5912. That's risky. I think we got Alice Cooper is vindictive when it comes to his tunes. <laughs> you know, <we> got <laughs> it's ironic, Joe. You know, the song No More N- Mr. Nice Guy I Talked. I'm like, oh, that's a great song. Yeah, well, he's not a nice guy, and we got shut down like right after. No. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Some guy actually, yesterday, my Uber driver, yeah, I didn't tell the story, actually. Actually, this is pretty good. Um, you can't make this up, Sean. Like, I, every day, like, th- I really should just have cameras follow me all the time. To. You have to do this. Like, like, yeah, yeah, like, it's, you know, it's not, I'm not Pauly from uh, from Jersey Shore. But there's usually a story or there's an incident or two a day. And uh, yesterday, my Uber's taking forever to show up. I'm getting all pissed off. So, it finally shows up, so I think. So, I come out of my condo, and there's one car only. Like, it's it's raining out. There's no one around. There's one car. So, my Uber, you know, there's, like, a little picture of the dude? Yeah. No one ever really, like, you don't actually hit. Focus in on it, yeah. So, whatever, dude. It was a black guy. Okay. So, I see a little picture of a black guy. Right. I see license plate G-something. I call an Uber. I come outside of my condo. There's a black guy in a car. The license plate started with G. I sort Mm. of look. I look at G. I get in. I open up the door to back seat, and there's all kinds of stuff on in the back. And I'm thinking, what kind of Uber (laughs) is this? (laughs) What did you do? What did you get into? I get in the car, and I sort of like pissed offly because the guy took forever to show up. I'm like. Sort of push this stuff Uh aside on the seat. Yeah. Guy was big too. Guy turns around. He goes, What the F are you doing? (laughs) Who the hell are you? Get out of my car. Okay. He starts freaking out. It wasn't my Uber driver. Oh, Oh, God. I got into a stranger's car who wasn't too happy. Cursed at you too? No, no, dude. He was flipping out. So, whatever, man. I just sort of rolled with it, and I told him, why don't you effing whatever, bro? I thought you were the effing Uber driver. And he's like, ah! Oh! I said, why don't you effing chill? I got out of the car. I was melting off. He rolled it, and he drove off. <laughs> <laughs> the truth is out there. Morning after, Halloween edition. Where's my costume? Homie, don't play that. <laughs> Homie, don't play that. I actually, you know, Halloween, I usually bust out my Joker hoodie, which is ultra freaking cool. But um, I don't have it. It's in a storage locker somewhere. I'm not even sure what city anymore. Um, I've got that in a storage locker somewhere. And I considered briefly wearing a New York Yankee jersey today. (laughs) And I was going to be Brett Gardner. (laughs) Mm. Um, I also briefly considered, I have like a gray plain hoodie. Was gonna that, I was going to wear that. I was going to be Moby. Oh, good. Yeah. And, uh, but I've decided, uh, I decided to keep keep it real. And uh, I'm Vin Diesel's uh, brother on his way to court. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Even better. Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah. Vin. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm Renzi, Midtown Manhattan, Jordan area, uh, Miami, Florida. So, yeah, this UFC um, card sort of snuck up on me, man. It was just last week, and I said this earlier. I said this yesterday, and I love, I love the Diazes. I, I, you know, I do know them, and great fighters, really nice guys and stuff. They're, it's, it's funny. They're not like the image is, but they are, and they aren't. And I'll explain it after the break, actually, because I know we're going to be going to break in a minute. But uh, let's just be real. They are drama queens. You know what I mean? So. There's always something. I'm fighting, I'm not fighting, I quit, I don't get enough money. There's always something. So last week basically Diaz was like, I'm not fighting because I tested positive for something. But he goes, I don't take supplements, and he, he really is true. Like he's very natural. So he goes, I don't care, I quit. I don't even care if I fight. I don't need the money. And whatever, man, they they basically agreed with him and they said, Yeah, yeah, he didn't he didn't take anything what nefarious. So the fight's on, the fight's off. I saw Nate Diaz downstairs a couple of days ago. Like, Rod, when I went to the Nick game, I saw Nate Diaz outside. And I swear, I was like, oh, he's in town to promote the fight. The fight's back on. And it's like, no, no, the fight's this Saturday. I even follow this stuff and I'm lost. And it's across the street.
11: DailyRoto.com.
7: Call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com.
0: Pleased to meet you. All right, can't wait to get into this NBA stuff, but uh, great UFC. Um, We'll have to uh, definitely uh, do something about this tomorrow. We'll see if Joey is free or see who we can get tomorrow morning. Uh, We'll talk about this UFC 244. Whatever, the card is basically, it's basically one really, a couple of cool fights. Every fight is cool. The way I should put it is they have a bunch of like New Yorkers fighting like a lot of like Brits and Euro, and most, almost every fighter on the card is sort of like a scrapper, brawler. Like people aren't going to be trying to win on points Saturday night at MSG. Like they, this is definitely, there'll be blood on the canvas. Um, it's not a star-laden card or anything like that, though. Um, I tell you, it's a damn popular uh, card, and it's funny, actually. Somebody just sent me, here's my boy T-Bone, he probably tuning in, because we're talking about the Diaz's here. I'll send it over to you here, Joe. We'll get a picture mm-hmm. up here. <laughs> John's going to like this. We're just talking about name-dropping and stuff. we got to shine it. This is going to prove my Raptor loyalty as well. This is from a couple of years ago. What am I wearing? Raptors no, gear. Of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I just tweeted you the picture, Joe. Perfect. Alright, so, yeah, Masvidal versus Diaz. Forget about belts. The UFC belt is a toy belt any, anyways. Like, Dane's fantasy belt, who has more prestige. Um, <laughs> Dane really loves that belt, bro. I like, he really does. He won the championship, <laughs> like, 10 years ago. He's still, like, <laughs> hanging on to that thing. So, uh, forget about belts this is the belt for like the badass of the of the world type thing like basically nate diaz is a badass that'll fight anybody uh you know Stockton, 209 yeah see there i am joe that's in vegas <laughs> that's crazy yeah with the diazes
1: <laughs> look at the raptors nice representing
0: yeah the raptor jacket
1: <laughs> i don't man. that's it
0: uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we ran into them, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, no, listen, I'm not pretending I'm best friends with them or anything like that, but I've done enough interviews with them and TV hits over the years that they we know each other now. And mm-hmm. the thing is, I did a live event uh, with them. And, and when the UFC was really big before, you know, remember, like, when they had, like, 55,000 people in Toronto and stuff, right? It was mm-hmm. big, like, around UFC 100 and GSP days and all that. In Toronto, the, the UFC was really big. And there used to be like, we, so we used to have like the UFC in this theater, and I would be the MC. So people would come, get drunk, watch the UFC, but we'd have UFC fighters uh, there as well. So basically, like, um, you know, in between fights, I'd grab the mic and, hey, what do you think, Chuck Liddell, the fight so far tonight? You know, and then there'd be like an after party at a, at a club. And, It was pretty cool. Like, that was the cool thing about the UFC. It did make money for a lot of people until they they were like, they knew that, and they were like, no, 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 we're tired of all these sponsors making money off us. So, the Diaz brothers were the UFC guests, okay? So, I'm sitting at a table with the Diaz brothers all night. So, it's sort of like... um, it's sort of like a banquet hall. There's like, like a bunch of round tables set up everywhere, and there's the UFC, and it's kind of this theater, and there's like a section seats. So anyways, I'm in like the front at the table with the Diaz brothers and this guy, David Loiseau, who was like the original UFC fighter from Montreal, uh, the Crow. Um, and he's kind of like, he, he's GSP's influence and stuff. So he's a longtime UFC fighter. He's there with the Diazes. So we're there, and... Um, and, you know, we're drinking. Me and the Diazes are blazing and stuff. We're stepping outside. <laughs> like So I'm sitting there, and I'm sort of like – and I was hanging a lot with uh, with Nate. So I was sort of sitting closer to Nate Diaz than I was Loiseau and Nick. So me and Nate are sort of talking all night, and I'm asking him, who do you like in this fight and stuff, and I'm batting, placing bets. It was a fun night. And, and Loiseau leans over, and he goes uh, – he goes, don't get too uh, close to these two dudes. Mm. He goes, they're effing thugs. Oh, wow. And Diaz looks up, and he goes, what'd you say? <laughs> and Loiseau goes, I said you're an effing thug. <laughs> <laughs> and Nate starts laughing. He goes, oh, <laughs> starts laughing. And he's just busting balls and stuff. So this is, this is the funny part. So Nate Diaz says to me he goes uh he goes check this out and he shows me his phone and I'm thinking this is weird like you know like I don't know like why is he showing me his phone so he goes check this out man he goes this is from today and he's looking and he's searching and there's sort of pictures of him fighting and chicks and stuff <laughs> he's searching he finds this video and it's of him and his brother and he goes this is from this morning man And it's him and his brother, and they're jogging down the street in downtown Toronto, and it's Mm -hmm. snowing out. And it's like there's all businessmen going to work. It's like Wall Street. It's like Bay Street there, but it's like Wall Street. It's all these guys, and they're training. And I say to him, I'm I'm thinking, why is he showing me this? And he says to me, uh, (laughs) I say to him, I'm like, oh, uh," I said, you guys doing an early morning jog this morning, huh? He goes, no, no, keep watching. So, watching, and it's him and his mother pelting businessmen in the face with snowballs. Oh, Jesus. Like, standing there, like, really hard. what, bam what, bam And then they're, like, pulling the stock, and they're like, they're like, what you ever going to do, man? <laughs> what are you? <laughs> and they're, they're threatening, like, business. Imagine being a business guy. You're just going to work at the bank on the corner in Toronto and you got two dudes in hoodies pelting you in the head with snowballs. And oh yeah, those two dudes are the Diaz brothers. Oh. Damn. And and that's when I realized these guys are nuts. So I'm looking and then I see him like pelting guys with snowballs. And I'm like, damn, I sort of started like moving the chair over a bit, like Yeah. I'm like Maybe I am a little too close to this guy. Oh, it was too, and he was loving it. He's like, isn't this the funniest thing you've ever seen, man? Oh,
1: God.
7: <laughs>
0: I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great. It's great. And he told me it's the first time they ever threw a snowball. Oh, really? Yeah, he goes, I've never been in snow before. So he goes, uh, yeah, we've never been in snow, so we thought we'd have some fun in it. <laughs> wow. So their idea was fun, was to go uh, hit businessmen in the head with snowballs. God bless the Diaz's. (laughs) Good dudes. Good dudes. (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) Masvidal, and I don't know if you know the story, I'm sure they're talking about him in Miami, Joe. Uh, So, Masvidal from Miami, Cuba. uh, Mm -hmm. You know, Cuban-American. Badass. Jorge Masvidal, guys. He got to start fighting on the streets with Kimbo Slice. Yep. If you remember the old Slice YouTube videos, um, well, they weren't YouTube. They used to sell them, but they're on YouTube now. Uh, backyard Brawls in Miami. Mm-hmm. and was, yeah. That's how Kimbo Slice got his start. It was basically toughest dudes from the street to Miami would fight for money, man, bare-fisted in a backyard. And all was smaller than all these dudes. Like, at the time was younger. He was like a buck 60, you know, buck 50, you know, 50, 70 max type thing at the time. And he used to fight big dudes, man. Yep. Like, he didn't. people thought he fought Kimbo. He didn't fight Kimbo. He fought Kimbo's boy, like the heavyweight guy. He never fought Kimbo. Um, but Matsvidal fought, like, bigger dudes than him and, like, messed them up. And then he got into mixed martial arts but he wasn't a great mixed martial artist for years, Joe. He was no, okay, right. and it was sort of like, yeah, he's all right. He is crazy. People were like, yeah. Like, basically, like, if – I've always said this for years, all right? I always said that throw out the weight classes and everything. If you put, like, every UFC fighter in the parking lot and it got real, like, Masvidal would be the last man standing. Like, even with the heavyweights and stuff. Like, he would last. You know what I mean? Like, he'd be yep. ducking, diving – you know, grabbing you by the hair, slamming your face into the pavement. You know what I mean? Like, yep. like he he would survive. Like John Jones is the best UFC fighter ever. In a street fight, I'd take Modestov any day. Modestov yeah. would kill John Jones in real life. In an octagon, John Jones would different mess him story. up. Right. You exactly. know what I mean? It's just it's this yep. different thing. But it took Modestov years. It's weird for a crazy guy. Modestov used to fight lethargically, Joe. He wouldn't really do anything until the last minute. He was a slow starter, but he's Mm -hmm. found his little rhythm now, and he's brought that bat-crap craziness to the octagon. He's found the combo now. He's peaking at at his age now.
8: Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517
9: 800-932-5517 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? That's
7: 800-984-4207. All you have to do is enter the promo code
1: GRID, and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. And in addition to traditional betting, Points Bet's offers its own betting concept where you're rewarded by how much you win your bet by. So, for example, if you're playing tonight's NFL game and you take the 49ers laying 10, but they beat the uh, but they beat the Cardinals by 12, well then guess what? You'll receive 12 times your stake. It's PointsBet.com forward slash Grid. Promo code is Grid. Get you to risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the website for details. Yep, we got Thursday night uh, football. Three games, in fact, two college, one in the NFL. We'll talk about those games coming up. But first, let's check in with Gabe to see who the hell he's yelling at to get off his lawn today. Hey, you kids.
0: Get off my lawn. Hey, you kids. Well, there's actually quite a few uh, candidates, but we decided to um, tell Joel Embiid to get the hell off our lawn. Although I don't think Joel Embiid would have the balls to get on anybody's lawn uh, in the first place. Besides, you're like a little old lady doing the gardening. Then Embiid would come and, like, troll her and stuff. Probably, like, push her over. (laughs) Uh, All right, so uh, it was World Series last night, but all hell broke loose in the National Basketball Association. All right, and the NBA is off to an explosive start uh, so far this year. So the Minnesota Timberwolves uh, actually showing more fight and passion um, early on. Uh, This year taking on the Philadelphia 76ers who are um, one of the Eastern Conference favorites and one of the more annoying and unlikable teams in the National Basketball Association. And this isn't new. All right. The Philadelphia 76ers douchebagness is not new. Um, This goes back a couple of years. They're swarmy dudes, man. They really are like there's a lot of players in the NBA that kind of I'm not down with, but the Philadelphia 76ers are the most annoying team in the NBA by far. Like, they really are. They're the classic millennial, modern NBA keyboard freaking warrior. And Joel Embiid right now is going off this morning talking about, like, Carl Anthony Townsend's girls now and stuff. Like, now he's getting all personal. I don't know, dude. You had an opportunity to fight him last night. You ended up on your freaking ass. All right? Well, at least you didn't break into tears like you did last year against the Raptors. You remember that? You're, you remember that, Joel? Because I, I remember that. I also remember you acting like a tough guy against Jared Allen on the Nuts before and then laughing about it after when you busted his, uh, when you cheap at him and he was bleeding and you thought it was all funny after the fact. You know what's amazing to me? You have no shame. Like, you have no self-awareness, Joel Embiid. You have no self-awareness. You're a seven-foot bitch, all right? You're a seven-foot bitch, and everyone knows you're soft. Carl anthony Towns is softer than a Dairy Queen Sunday, and he calls you out as soft because he knows. He knows. Like I said, normally if a seven-foot man is 250 pounds got in your face, you'd be like, I'm in a lot of trouble. If it's Joel Embiid, you can end up robbing him, I think. You know, you take his lunch money when it's all said and done. You know, I, you know, Joe, for a guy that ended up crying in the arms of your little model girlfriend after you got bitched out by the Raptors, you seem to talk a lot of crap. You know, but that's the definition of the modern athlete. You got Ben Simmons that thinks he's the greatest basketball player ever when I could beat him in a game of 21. Um, you know, it's the, the Philadelphia 76ers, they're hyped up and all, all this. They won't win. You want to know why they can't win? Because their best players are bitches and punks. That's why. Like, Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid can't win. He's not going to win. He's t- Number one, he's not in good enough shape. Number two, he doesn't have the mental toughness to go through four playoff series to win an NBA championship. He, you know, he just doesn't. He's like, an, he's, a, he's an immature kid, all right? He's an immature kid. And I, I know my language is harsh about him, but I'm tired of it. I'm freaking tired of it. Like, hell, I'd fight the guy at this point in time. If I was in the NBA, I'd go right at Embiid. I'm not just saying this either. If I was in the NBA, I would go right after him. I'd talk crap to him. I'd go after him, and I'd say, what are you going to do? He'll do nothing. You see it after last night, he's like this. Dude, you just had him. Like, he's the classic keyboard freaking warrior, man. And Joel Embiid, you always try to bully people. You're so dirty against players that you know aren't going to fight back. You know, when I come from the hockey world and there's a code in the hockey world that guys like you get their freaking teeth knocked out. Guys like you that want to fight guys that don't want to fight aren't respected. But that's who Embiid is. And if the best part is Embiid, dude, you were crying like a little girl, all right, after the Raptor games, all right? Serge Ibaka got in your face. You looked the other way. You coward. Marcus All treated you like a, a freaking mop, all right, for the series, then after it consoled you, you're crying in his arms, and you're calling other people out, and now you're getting it, and now he's all over Instagram now. See, he should be worried about basketball, but instead, now he's talking about how Jimmy Butler slept with uh, with Carl Anthony Townsend's girls. So now you bring Jimmy Butler into it, MP. Bravo. I'm sure Jimmy B is real good. I don't know. Didn't Jimmy B just have a kid? I'm sure now, like, Jimmy Butler's girl is, she has no idea, right? She has no idea that Joel M B just said that you slept with Carl Anthony Townsend's girl last year. Good job. Good job, B. So not only are you a bitch, you're a freaking snitch. Get the hell off my lawn. Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn.
10: Got
1: to be some sort of a bro code going on there, man, and where you know I get it. Carl Anthony Towns was teammates with Jimmy Butler. The rumors were swirling that Jimmy slept with his girlfriend, that's why he wanted a trade. But then Jimmy comes to play with you in Philadelphia, and now all of a sudden, after you get your ass handed to you last night, now you go to Instagram to start talking smack about his ex-girlfriend and just, like what? What, what kind of high school?
0: What kind what, of what high school I, crap is what, that? What are you doing? Not man? even like, high school. Going?
1: First of all, he had a kid with another woman, by the way. That's why he missed the last week. Not the same girl. And why bring that? Why drag somebody else's dirt up to why? Because you think he gives a crap? You think Carl Anthony Towns cares? Like, I don't get it. What are you doing? Oh, total bro code foul.
0: Well, now, though, he just goes to show. It just goes to show, like, how dumb he is, who he is. He's about him. Joel Embiid is about Joel Embiid. And you think that Instagram
1: girlfriend of yours ain't sleeping with Jimmy Butler? That's the funny part. That's the funny part there. You, yeah, okay, keep going with the Instagram girlfriends. Let me know how that works out. Yeah,
0: Everybody. how about stay I don't have an Instagram account. Thank God. Like this is you know what I mean? Oh, it's brutal. His his is brutal, man. His account is brutal. <laughs> it's just it's just annoying. If if oh. I don't call out guys for nothing Like, if Joel – I wanted to like Joel Embiid. He's one of these guys I want to like. You know, he's a great player. You know what I mean? He's funny and stuff when he's smiling. And you know what I mean? He seems like at Mm -hmm. times like he's a nice guy. But he can't help himself from being a douchebag. Like, it's just he – so after a while, you've got to acknowledge he's not a nice guy. He's just a narcissist that has no self-awareness. Like, no self-awareness. Like, like he's calling Carl anthony Town soft. He's saying, oh, I'm no bitch. He's a bitch and stuff. It's like, dude, people in the NBA think you're soft, Joel Embiid. Right. Man. Exactly. Like, does he not know this? Like, does he not know that, like, people think that he's soft? That mm-hmm. people think that he's out of shape? That he's immature? <laughs> like, the lack of self-awareness to me is just is beyond belief, Joe. I just... Yep. With this, and you know, with with this team, and you know, the Sixers are just that classic. Oh yeah, you guys are great because you beat up the T wolves. I mean, I'm telling you, Joe, this is why I li- literally, sincerely believe the Raptors are going back to the finals, Joe. I'm not just saying this. Like, you go, let's like look at the substance of the Eastern Conference right now. Mm-hmm. I'll ask you, like, your opinion. Do you believe in the Philadelphia 76ers? Absolutely win. not. Like, you know, I'm not. They're gonna win 56 games. They're gonna be the one, two, three seed. Do you believe they can win four playoff series as Joe? Nope. Absolutely
1: like, not. They don't not, have the not,
0: mental not. makeup to do it.
1: Nope. Not. And not Simmons
0: and the Kardashians and Joel and nope. and his Instagram and mm-hmm. it's not happening. You know what I mean? Like, it won't happen. They're not mentally tough enough. They're not mentally mature enough. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks. People just seem to hand this team the trophy every year now. Mm. I'm not seeing it, bro. Yeah. And in fact, I they lost Malcolm Brogdon, their best defensive player, Joe. I mm-hmm. you know, they they lost to the Raptors who grinded them out. And instead of learning from it, they doubled down and signed more three point shooters. I don't understand the Bucs. They're a good regular season team. I don't think they're gonna win in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know, all I saw this week was video footage of, you know, Giannis spent six hours after a game a couple of nights ago with his free throw shooting, and then he airballs two of them last <laughs> night in the game. There in his there head you now. Go. That, Yeah, that's my point. So now all of a sudden I'm supposed to think he's going to be mentally tough enough to make it through? Like, no, you're absolutely And he's right. alone.
0: No. You're not exactly. winning. Like, people are wrong about right. Milwaukee. How the yeah. hell is he supposed to win a title with Chris Middleton and Eric Bledsoe, bro?
1: Great regular seam team. Congratulations with
0: your 50 wins. Analytics, you're built for the regular season. Good for you. Exactly. Yep. That's why I'm not. All right. I'm not saying I don't fear the Sixers. The Sixers and the Raptors are a freaking, it's a rivalry. All right. So I'm not, I'm not discounting them, but I'm not scared of them. We're the champs. I trust Kyle Lowry more than Ben Simmons. You know what I mean? I trust Serge Ibaka and Marcus Gasol more than Embiid. I trust Pascal Siakam more than Tobias Harris. I'll go down the list. I'm not scared of them. Mark the tape. Go out and buy
1: the future ticket, Toronto, right now. The yes. win the Eastern Conference. We told you right now yes. on on Halloween.
0: Uh, don't wait anymore, guys. Like, exactly. it's just get it now. And you're gonna you're gonna be in Eastern Conference Finals. You can it if you want. Yep. Don't sit on this again. Nope. We'll go through the other teams. Celtics, Pacers, the Nets suck. No. Get into the Nets.
5: Are repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar, moneynow100.com.
9: That's moneynow100.com. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 12. 12- pounds immediately go to fat 100.com for free information on how you can lose weight go to fat 100.com fat 100.com that's fat 100.com
6: In peace,
0: Joel Embiid, you've taken your last shot. Sunday, hell in the cell. All right, morning after continues uh, getting fired up about uh, the NBA. Uh right now people enjoyed uh, enjoyed the um <laughs> not only you a bitch, but you're also a freaking snitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like a good t shirt actually. Could also be uh sold for uh, that Takashi uh guy. Um <laughs> who I see is actually is a uh, Halloween uh this year. Like who wants to dress up as a snitch? Uh but nevertheless, so the morning after uh rolls on. So yeah, we just like, let's get the odds up uh, here right now. Let's, yep. get, let's get the basketball odds up. And you know what? I actually wanted to ask you, Sean. I slipped my mind. Good good job this week with the guests. though. We got Joe Pisapia joining us. So we got the Prez later still. So we'll get into the football uh, a bit. But I wanted to get my boy, Anthony uh, Puccio, on. Oh. Okay. Remember Puccio? Yeah. The uh, Yeah, the pooch. Brooklyn. As I hate to say. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I saw his face the other night. He's doing a periscope. Oh, no. Like. He's worn out. He looks all angry. His bag's under his eyes. He's like, how come Joe Harris not part of the rotation? And what did I say, Sean? What did I say? Even when the pooch was all happy that day in the summer and they got these guys and all that? I said, I don't know, Anthony. I said, the good thing about the Brooklyn Nets was their team chemistry. And pretty much everything I predicted, Joe, about the Brooklyn Nets is coming to uh, to play here. They messed yep. up big time, bro. They had a great thing going. If they don't bust that team up, I bet you right now they're like four and one instead mm-hmm. of one and four. Three, you know what I mean? I know it's still early, but you had a great thing last year going. Great thing. You were damn good. And you did it all without Karis Levert. <laughs> Karis Levert's back now. You could have had D Lo, Karis Levert, and spent a little money on the position that you needed. Power forward! But no, you got Kyrie Irving dropping 50 a night now. Yeah, you're 1-3. You're 1-3. And And the one game you won, you beat the Knicks, who actually have one win on the season, and the Knicks even rallied from a 16-point deficit back, took a lead, and blew it. Yep. And now, I wanted to get to this, actually, Joe. So, uh, what's her name? Jackie McMullen? Uh, Mm -hmm. Boston, ESPN, Boston. We've had her on the show before. She did a hit job on Kyrie the other day. That basically the Brooklyn Nets are already concerned about Kyrie Irving's mood swings. (laughs) Yes. That one, you know, one day he's cool in practice, another time he doesn't answer questions. Mm -hmm. Um, He refused to take his hat off during a photo shoot. A simple request is that, Joe. Mm -hmm. It turned out in China, they said, can you take your hat off for this photo in front of the wall? He wouldn't do it. He told them, if you don't like it, Photoshop it. And I said the other day, this sounds like, and the Boston media always smear people on the way out. It's what they do from the team. And it seemed to me there was another Boston hit job, but... The more, I, I didn't talk about it for two days here. I wanted to just let it sink in. I wanted to see more. The fact that Kyrie Irving comes out and says last night, I don't have to be perfect for anybody, and if you don't like my mood swing, basically blow me. Uh-oh. Pretty much confirmed it, Joe. So yeah. I know there's a World Series going on and everything, but it's amazing, Joe. Like, this stuff isn't predictable. Like, oh, what a shock. And we didn't even get to Baker. Baker Mayfield's now melting down again. He mm-hmm. stormed out of the, the media, and he's getting mouthy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Kyrie Irving actually doesn't – didn't repute anything. Like, Kyrie Irving didn't say, ah, oh, you know what, the media the media makes stuff up. I don't care. Like, no, no, no. He, he basically said, yeah, yeah, I am moody. Here, I'll get you his exact quote here. Um, and the thing is, Kyrie's not a bad guy, per se. I don't think he's a bad guy, yet I still don't want him on my team. Right. Um, He says, human beings have asked about the report. Human beings have mood swings. You go home and you're not happy with things or mad about something, that's a mood swing. It's okay to be human. I don't have to be perfect for anyone here, nor do I have to be perfect for the public. So I'm here to dispel any perception. I'm just here to be myself. That's the world we live in. Uh, This one goes back to all the importance of self-love. Who cares what ESPN says? I love myself. I love my family. I love my friends. I love playing basketball. Why would you ever care about that? I think I fell victim to that in my past, worrying about things I can't control. Uh, History has shown you can be the best team ever, and somebody is still going to say something negative about you, what you do in your life. That can't be the importance. If you allow it to infiltrate your life, you're going to be uh, right where they want you to be emotionally. I expect people to say things like that, but I'll keep on smiling and keep on doing me. There's a lot of nice stuff about what he just talked about there in there. And yeah. all of that on the surface, he's right. But the problem is, Kyrie, you are a moody son of a bitch with your teammates. That's correct. You're a moody son of a bitch with your coaches. Like, I, you know, it's now you dig in and it is true. Yes, he doesn't like he's disengaged within the huddle already. He is like, dude, Joe, you're in your hometown now. You got you were on the Cavaliers, you won a title, you weren't the LeBron, you were unhappy. You go to the one of the biggest, best franchises ever in the history of sports. Mm-hmm. They wanted to like you. You went in there, you said, You're going to hang my jersey up in the Raptors one day. I'm going to win for you. Yep. Within about by Christmas time. He was talking about how they're all racist and he hates it there. And and everyone said they treated him so nicely there. And we saw. It got to the point where he was calling in under fake names to radio stations. I mean, he's a nice guy. He's a flake, bro. I hate to put that in those terms, Joe, but this kid's flaky, man. And yep. I can't. Like, Kyle Lowry. There's Joe, how about this? Kyle Lowry is moody. Kyle Lowry's moody. Uh, he might not smile. He can be a little surly. He'll yell at a referee. Like, Kyle Lowry gets grumpy in a year. But, dude, he, he busts his balls on the court. When Kyle Lowry's being a bitch, he's mean to the referee. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He'll snarl at the ref. He'll say stuff. Like, he'll be a jerk to the ref, essentially, Kyle. Kyle can, like, sometimes tune people out a bit and, like, You know what I mean? He's aggressive, but there's a difference between sort of being moody and being a detriment to your team, Joe. Like Kyrie's just not a team guy. He should be a tennis player, man. He's a nice guy, Joe. He's just not a good team sport guy, this guy.
1: No, he's not. And, you know, his the way he acted in China, don't forget, guys, he completely alienated everybody in Cleveland, wouldn't talk to his teammates because he wanted out of Cleveland, guys. Like, seriously, would he didn't not didn't even go even to the party to when they knowledge. won the title. Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't acknowledge him, wouldn't talk to him, guys. And then, of course, and, and the Celtics, we know what he did there. Same situation. He was a total cancer in the locker room. Like, what do you think is going to happen? You know, you got to take the good with the bad. You, it's risk-reward. Is he worth... No. putting up with that kind of drama for what he's going to give you a night on the floor. in Brooklyn, you gave him a whole hell of a lot of money to have regrets now.
0: He's made no effort either to, to get in Assimilate with these new anything. guys, with Karis yeah, exactly. LeVert, with Joe yep. Harris, yep. with Allen, yep. with Dan yep. Witty. The guys are already there. Yep. Like, we're hearing now that you know who he talks to? KD. Thank you. Like, yeah. Two peas in a pop. I said this. If you're Atkinson, you're like, you're not even a coach anymore, bro. KD nope. is like, you've got no control, Atkinson. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Seriously. I'm asking you seriously, Joe, if you're Atkinson, what can you do? What are you going to get? You, you're going to get it. What are you going to say to Kyrie? Listen, Kyrie, I need you to be a little bit more positive on the team plane or, you know, can you do it? Like, no, you can't. You're going to lose him. He's going to turn on you. And KD's going to say, don't tell him what to do. And you saw uh, KD even responded on all this yesterday, Joe. Two days ago, he responded. Shocking. He said, uh, let Kyrie be Kyrie. We all know who he is. hmm He's a good basketball player. Don't worry about his moods. There's more. You, you played sports. You can't play 82 games and travel with five other guys and be a jerk. <laughs> like.
1: No, nope. becomes part of the family, but it's it's it can work one of two ways. Either guys will embrace him and take him for being that annoying brother that, uh, that we yep, all had, yep. or they're gonna go like, who the hell does this guy think he is? And it's gonna blow it. So far, and isn't it easier to take
0: him if you're three and one and one and three?
1: Yes, absolutely correct.
0: it would be yeah. like, yeah, yeah, he's moody, but he's a nice guy. And listen, we're winning, man. He's a hell of a player. But the winning. Time to have that now it's like, yeah, he's moody. Before you signed him, he gets yeah, all the can't... shots, and we're losing. <laughs> You can't do this after.
1: Like the time to have those conversations <laughs> was before you signed him. Not
0: now. Don't it say goes. I didn't warn everybody. I I saw this coming a mile away.
1: What are you gonna do if you're Addison? Have a conversation with him now? Like, dude, you should have had that conversation with him. The beef with the minute he stepped on campus with you, you should have had that conversation with him. You
0: can't. You have no power. Now you're done. You let now these guys decide they were gonna sign with you. Kevin Durant announced himself. Did Durant call you and say, hey,
1: man, do you mind if I come and play with you? No? No. no remember happen-
0: the GM oh. said, Mark said, no, no. We, we found out on, uh, on Instagram. Exactly. They, so
1: that shows you where you are in the pecking order.
0: Yeah, no, go so. Who's wearing the pants in this relationship then? Uh, we know. <laughs> you're <laughs> we not going to alienate Kevin Durant. And Durant wanted Kyrie.
8: Yeah.
0: And you're not even there, Durant. Oh. I would and hate. Deandre, uh, just imagine. Let's just be real. Imagine the hate that this must be in the room there, bro. Animosity, Like, it's here, bro. deep down, and they can't even say it publicly or, like, even privately because it leaks. But deep down inside, Dinwiddie, Harris yep. Levert, Harris, Atkinson must be thinking, we actually were to seed last year mm-hmm. without Karis Levert, and now Kevin Durant is running my life. Yep. That's essentially it. Like why is Kevin Durant even commenting on on Kyrie's mood? Like it, it's like I knew this would just be drama, Joe. That's drama, good. drama. And you had
1: such a good core of young guys that you could have built that were coach. Like you had so people much were envious
0: like, uh, of their chemistry. Ah, damn, dude. Coaches oh, would say. Size. Oh, other coaches size. would say, "I wish we could play like Brooklyn does."
1: Right, exactly.
0: All you needed was a big man. You just needed oh, some size. That's all know, you needed. I know. <laughs> Dude, you had points. You had Russell. You had Dinwiddie. All right? Your guards were good. Guard play was not a problem. That's right. I watched every Brooklyn Net game last year. Guard play and scoring was not a problem. You had D'Angelo Russell. People loved him. It was his team. I, it drives me crazy. And yep. Dinwiddie. You had Joe Harris hitting threes. You had Allen. Allen's like a an okay guy. You needed a beef, tough guy up front, man. That's time. all you needed. You that- needed a power forward. You needed a Baca type. You need to be like that- the Raptors. You got a Serge Ibaka type. Some guy that would embate gets in D'Lo's face. You let him know, I'm going to beat the crap out of you. You know what I mean? But instead, they bring in the biggest flake in the league. Oh, yeah, and KD. And they still have no power forward. Don't forget DeAndre Jordan. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know why they signed him? Because KD wanted him. Exactly. DeAndre Jordan sucks, bro. He's terrible. I don't know why people like this guy.
9: 800-932-1749, 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749.
2: Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs.
5: 800-439-7851, 800-439-7851, 800-439-7851, 800-439-7851,
0: 800-439-7851, Morning After continues. Yeah, so I, I was gonna say too. Yeah, so Puccio was all happy. Uh, like he was even making a name for himself this kid last year because the Nets were getting good and he was covering the Nets all the time. So he started getting on shows and, hey, with the Nets. And he even broke the the original story that Kyrie Irving was gonna sign with the Nets. And I remember he was so. Remember, net fans were like, like so happy. Yeah. And I knew they were screwed, shot. I wonder what his reaction is now, yeah. Oh, he's, he looks terrible. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's not even bothering with the suit anymore. He's on Periscope. <laughs> he's wearing a T-shirt. He's all depressed. He's it's like, god oh, the Nets season so far. Like, uh, here it goes. You been around. I've been yeah. around. I saw this coming. But um, you know what it is? Last year, the Nets. What the hell's going on? Sounds like there's, like, yeah. protesters or something like that. Halloween, something's going on. I don't know. It's yeah. kind of loud. Like, for we've got like glass here, and I, I hear people screaming. <laughs> yeah. Now I know what they feel like when I'm yelling and I turn <laughs> yeah, the lawn. Get off my lawn <laughs> It's great too. Some guy took a picture of me when he was doing it, and just by chance, like it was the timing of it. He came, it was like a tourist. He came, he's taking a picture, but it was at the end. And I said, Get the hell off my lawn as I stood up. And he sort of like scaredly. Looked <laughs> Yeah, I would be, uh, yeah, I felt I, bad. You know, I wanted to go on and say, "No, no, no, no. I was just doing the show," but I think he thought I told him, "Get the yeah, f yeah. out of Stop here. Don't take picks. a picture." Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that Uber driver. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I tell you, I can't avoid confrontation. <laughs> it happens, it happens. It, yeah. it happens everywhere. Yeah. But the thing is with the Brooklyn Nets, why they did it. Last year they were averaging tw- they came into the year they were averaging 12,000 fans a game only. Pretty bad in the that NBA. Is. Like mm. that's like you lose your team bad. That's bad. Um They got it up to about nearly 15,000 like as the season was going on. And I like to think I was part of it. Like, nobody promoted this team last year like I did. Um, We built it up, and suddenly, next thing you knew, they were getting about 14 and a half. They built it up by 2,000 fans per average. And in the playoffs, they did well. But the owner wants to sell out. And they are sold out now. But whatever, dude, you're sold out, but you don't win.
10: The study also found that optimism appears to protect the heart and circulation and can lower your rate of death. The Pentagon's released the name of a soldier who died in Iraq over the weekend. Sergeant Nathaniel Irish died Sunday from a non-combat-related incident. The 23-year-old from Montana was assigned to the first striker brigade combat team in Alaska. Officials say the soldier's death remains under investigation. CEO Jack Dorsey says Twitter will no longer accept political ads. The ban will take effect next month. Dorsey tweeting the news saying that political ads can influence votes that affect the lives of millions. We've got stuff on the radio and stuff online. Check us out at usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes.
11: You find out the morning after.
0: Let's do this thing.
6: What an
0: excellent day for an exorcism. I can play this on the piano, actually. Alright, Halloween. Get on the grid. Zumo TV channel seven nineteen. I am uh, Morenci. And I don't know if you I'm sure you were. You're probably aware of this, Joe, but so it's pretty crazy. For for people tuning in right now, here I'll send you uh I'll send you the link here, Joe, all Right? Shoot it over. Yeah, see if you can get it get uh, get this up for people uh that are unaware of this. It's pretty nuts. Like Tom Brady, Tom Brady, who I really don't like. (laughs) Like, uh, It's crazy. You know what? I hate to say it, too. I hate to say it. People think it's because he's beaten the Bills like 30 out of 33 times whatever. It really isn't. I just think he's douchey. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. But it's it's not that he always wins. I respect winners. I, I, I like winners. I respect them. Um but it's not because he played exactly. He played yep. for Michigan who I love and he was drafted by the Expos who I love. And I think, I don't think a lot of people realize like that Tom Brady played baseball and Tom Brady was drafted by the Expos, but people will think, well, well, a lot of guys are drafted by baseball teams. Right, I sent you the pictures, Joe. Oh, this you- is awful.
1: I oh God. Oh, <laughs> What? It's just terrible. Oh, oh, God.
0: Yeah, but he looks good in that even, too. Like, it's just like, uh, yeah, like you said, oh, God. Oh, screw us. Jesus. He's pretty good, too, supposedly, Joe. He oh. doesn't play the position that you would oh. think. Oh, God. <laughs> God damn it. Get a couple of the other shots up. That's just the half one. Get a couple of others. Oh, is there another one up here? Yeah, no, oh, no. Man. There's actually, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh sorry. Okay, no, no, no. I'll give you another oh, link okay. here. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Send me the LA, because that was the only one.
0: All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, like that's the whole thing. Like, people, like a lot of guys have been drafted. Yeah, I got drafted, but I never, like Russell Wilson. Yeah, I got drafted, but I never went, right? Or whatever. Like, right. no, no, no. Like, Tom Brady was going to play baseball, Joe. <laughs> yeah, like, there's a million pictures of it in Expo gear. Oh, Put
1: a collage up here for you.
11: your story. Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs.
6: I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off, 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I
10: was 35 years old.
7: That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. 400.
10: Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, oh, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job and they're falling off of me. It's insane.
7: If you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400. The safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. Andro400.com.
11: Fantasy football frenzy. Mark Walton, 47% on, 21%
14: increase. He's got the backfield now. But I could see Belage cutting into the work and that would be annoying. And I wouldn't want to start Walton. I think it's a good bench guy to have, but I wouldn't want to be starting him. And they're playing the Jets this week. Maybe it'll
12: be their first. My God, we're going to have to watch that game here. <laughs> oh, for the love of God, please tell me there's two local games. Uh, we get another game at one. Please. Hey, thank God please. for streaming. I can watch whatever game I want.
11: Watch live weekdays, 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern, on Zumo TV Channel 719.
0: Spark at the moon. All right, yeah, Joe. I sent you. You, you have the pictures of. Uh, you got Brady yeah, up there. Yeah, yeah.
1: This is just. This is as disturbing as it comes, folks. I, I'm full montage. You right now. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is. Here it, oh, there we go. Yeah, Tom Brady. Yeah. 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 Oh, wait. Wait, wait for it. He's a catcher. Oh yeah. Yep. yeah. Oh, he's a catcher, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's a catcher.
0: You know, you don't really, pick, I guess, though. Catcher, quarterback, you know, you sort of always, I, you figure he would have been a pitcher, though, right?
1: This is my favorite right here. This is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look at him. Oh, God, can
6: Yeah,
10: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I know, yep. I know. Like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. As a Bills fan, like, what do I do? Like, I'm a Bills fan, but a guy played for Michigan and my expo's job. You know what I'm saying? That's, like, that's correct. Yep. I guarantee you a lot of people don't know this. Yep, They'll be like they would be like he wasn't on the expos. No, he never played in a big <laughs> league game, but he wasn't just like drafted. Like he w- wanted to play. He was gonna play. He was yep. going to the minor, he was there like spring training, the whole nine yards, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like as you can see, Joe, there's more than one card of him even. Like the yeah, guy's done yeah, a lot of photo shoots, like you
1: guys got a you guys got a lot going on here. Wow, can you imagine
0: like if Tom Brady would have made the expos? Like it never happens. The Patriots never happen. Tom Brady's just another like 248 catcher. Tom Brady. That's crazy. Uh, Tom Brady's an expo. I can't bring myself right. to getting a Brady expo. I'm, uh, I'm breaking expo. out in hives. I can't look at it anymore. I, I can't bring myself to get a Brady expo jersey, though. I wouldn't do that.
1: <laughs> oh, hell no. You got to draw the line, brother.
0: <laughs> Dave Portnoy has one, a bar stool. Oh. He was wearing God, it the you other gotta, day.
1: Yeah, yeah well, Brady he did tosses Michigan, his. Though, so gotta yeah. like him he's a salad tosser of Brady's. Of course he's got one.
0: And Portnoy went to Michigan, too, right? He did.
1: He exactly. Did. Oh, God. Yeah, I hey, yeah. see it. Yeah. It's like bed bugs. You can't once you got him, you can't get
0: rid of them. What's all this talk about Tom Brady and the Chargers now? You see that story? He wants to go home. Yeah, he wants to go home to San Diego.
1: This is I know every week they're coming up with a different place he's gonna go when he leaves. Uh, uh, when he leaves uh, Boston. Like, oh, well, it's gonna be San Diego. He wants to, he's from San Diego, from so he wants to be. Well, San Francisco.
0: He's from. He's from the Bay Area. He's got a tie he's from somewhere San Mateo. In
1: down
0: there. Oh, I'm sure he's, he's got San property State. around. Here. Yeah, I mean. Yeah,
1: he's got some tie there that somehow he's related to the Chargers in the past some way, or that was his favorite team. Maybe could that be
0: it? No, 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 no. Dude, he was there for the catch. He's was a he, really? he grew oh, up. Oh,
1: he's a 49er fan. He grew he's up a, a
0: hardcore 49er fan. He he was a season ticket holder, and in fact um it was two years ago i had tom brady senior on the show and uh i see where he gets his competitiveness from so um i you know tom tom senior's on and it's crazy it's on youtube there's like a documentary on brady they mm-hmm. took the interview i used it's pretty cool like people have contacted me they're like dude i was watching a tom brady documentary and you're in it i'm like what i'm in it <laughs> and they're like yeah you're interviewing his father <laughs> Oh, his family
1: is there. That's why, I guess. That's a, he's so, got all his uh, family lives there now.
0: So, he grew up a 49er fan, season ticket holder. Mm-hmm. I asked his father. I said, you know, Tom, I said, uh, always... There I am, Sean, again, dropping it again. I didn't name drop it. I asked his father. I said, Tom... <laughs> We got to get a bell. It's Tom we Senior. Get a name
1: Randy, drop thanks, bell. I said, "Tom." We got to get
0: a bell here. But that's his name, Tom. I, if I was really dropping, I'd say Tommy. I said Tommy. <laughs> Remember, like George Costanza? Yeah, I was with Don uh, Don Maddenley this morning. Donnie Baseball. He sits down at the table. He's like, "You know, Donnie Baseball." He goes, "I I'm talking about a swing." I said, "Donnie, <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> if it's working for you, Donnie." But <laughs> no, so I asked Tom Brady Senior. I said. Uh, Bill Belichick, because Tom Brady's father said Tom will not finish his career with the Patriots. But he didn't say that to me. He said that publicly at the time. and It was around then when I had him on. It was like Super Bowl week or whatever. And I said, you said he won't finish your career with the Patriots. And I said, why is that? And he said, well, because Belichick and the Patriots Mm -hmm. uh, will probably think he's too old one day. And Tom's gonna want to play till he's like at least 45, if not longer. Right. And he said, and I don't think Belichick's gonna want him to play till he's forty-five, but he said he will play till he's forty-five. And I said, I said, I always thought, you know what, he would finish his career as a San Francisco 49er. His favorite team growing up, season ticket holder, Joe Montana is his hero. He's compared to Joe Montana. What better way for Brady to wrap up his career than in the same uniform and city that Joe Montana come full circle? And he said, Tom will never play for the San Francisco 49ers. I said, why not? And he said, uh, said they didn't draft him. Mm. Said they had six rounds to draft him. They didn't draft him. He said, uh, not only that, he canceled his season tickets. <laughs> nice. Yeah, the father's that, like, spiteful and competitive. And he said, we were diehard 49er fans. He said, uh, we disown the organization. Like, the entire family, like, grew up on Niner football. They don't go anymore. Mm. They don't go because they didn't draft Tom Brady. <laughs> and he yep. said, he said, Tom will never play for that team. It's sort of like um, like my boy, Vladimir Guerrero. When Vladimir Guerrero was a free agent, the Dodgers wanted him badly, mm-hmm. right? The Dodgers wanted him badly. He would not even meet with them, Joe. Right. Like, why? Like, why? Like, it's the L.A. Dodgers, bro. He signed with the Angels. It wasn't the city of L.A. He would not even meet with the Dodgers, despite mm-hmm. being a free agent. You want to know why? When he was 14 years old, He showed up to a uh, Los Angeles Dodgers open workout. He had two left shoes. Oh. The Dodgers sent him home. Oh. Yeah. Vladimir Guerrero was so poor, he didn't even have right and left shoes. He was wearing two left shoes. Mm. And they they sent him home. And um, he said, I'll never play for this team. He he basically told people, I'm going to be a big star. And I'll never play for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Well, what happened, Joe? He became a big star. He never played in for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah. He went Anybody to the Angels. It. Yeah, yeah. Right? It was almost like an FU to them too. You know what I mean? All those years later, it's like not only am I not even gonna meet with you, I'm gonna sign in the same city with, as you with the other team. Yep. Like he, it stuck with him. Some of these alpha males, Joe, it sticks with you forever. That stuff, you know.
1: Yeah, no. They, they.
0: Uh, what makes them as good as they are is
1: that uh, that ability not to forgive and forgive Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what yeah, makes them yeah. as good as they are, guys. Yeah, it, that's uh, why. Yeah. They, you know, yep. Why? Yep.
0: That's spiteful. Yes. That's he's why he's a great. champion. Because they say like that, even like rich stop people,
1: at nothing to stick it up their ass. You're they'll like, you know,
0: are like, wow. Yeah. Jeff Bezos is that yep. cheap? Yes, that's why he's the richest man in the world. Like, you know what I mean? Like, exactly like, correct. It's yep. people we'll don't motivate. think of that. Exactly. All right, we got to yep. get we get Nithin in here. My bad, I didn't want to leave Nithin hanging here. Niff. Nithin.
10: Hey, what's up, guys?
0: What's Can up, you Nithin? You got to be quick, Nithin. What do you got for us? Yep. All right,
10: yeah. So uh, I just want
11: to say congrats. To the Nationals for winning the World Series, they deserve it. And uh, congrats to the uh, fans in uh, D.C. So uh, what a game yesterday for them. And real quick, uh, Gabe, I have a quick question for you. Uh, since you're a Michigan guy, do you know anything about the Michigan pitching coach, uh, Chris Feder? Because the Yankees have reportedly uh, <laughs> met with him for
0: to be the new pitching coach. Do you, do you know no. anything about him? No, I can't uh, lie. I can't uh, lie. I don't bet on NCAA uh, baseball enough, <laughs> We'll get, we'll get
1: Gam Lew on for you though, we'll ask him.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, we'll uh we'll we'll dig in actually. I'll take I'll take a yep. look for you actually, Netflix. Now, now that you bring it up. Okay. But no, I can't lie. I don't religiously follow the Michigan baseball program during the regular season. They made it no, to they the were good uh this year.
1: Right. They did yeah, yeah. this year. They yeah. did.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, they made it to the College World Series this year, but I can't give you the in and out as I could like a Michigan football player or basketball player. Thank you very much, uh, Nathan. Joe Pisapia, who's supposed to be on Wednesdays. We got to reestablish this. My bad. My bad. (laughs) We paid less for our craftmatic today than we did 20 years ago.
5: Are you an active stock market investor? Well then you know these three keywords
1: I wish I had a third read here, but I don't think I do. So I'm just going to go ahead and uh, give you the um, uh, let's see. Oh, here it is. There we go. DraftKings. Yeah, you got a DraftKings sportsbook Uh, listeners. Go ahead. Get yourself a $500 bonus right now. Here's how it works. You create your DraftKings sportsbook account. You make the deposit. You place your first bet. DraftKings matches it with a 50% bonus of up to 500 bucks. The offer eligible for all users and new users. You guys get a risk-free bet of 200 bucks. Head over to sportsgrid.com forward slash dk to play. Sportsgrid.com forward slash dk and if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the website for
12: details.
0: All right, I understand. We've got uh, Joe Pisapia ready to step up and in and uh, I apologized earlier as I stated uh, earlier Wednesday supposed to be the day for Joe yeah, somehow we've shifted into to Thursdays, but uh, we, we're going to reshuffle this. So whatever works best for Joe Pisapia. I don't like to uh, mess with uh, a dude that's uh, good with nunchucks and swords and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Pisapia. is also a Patriot fan. We were talking about Tom Brady earlier, and I was saying about how I'm a I love Mich. I'm a Michigan fan, and I love the Expos. And Tom Brady. Played for Michigan and the Expos, but somehow I'm not a Tom Brady guy now. And I was saying it's like it, it pains me that I'm not. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize that that Tom Brady was drafted by the Expos. a lot of athletes you'll hear, Oh yeah, he was drafted and you know, but they never showed up or never played, you know. Tom Brady wanted to play baseball. Like Joe was surprised. Like, we you know there's like six different baseball cards of Tom Brady in an expo uniform, Joe.
12: Yeah, he was a hell of a baseball player. I want to say he was a catcher by trade, if memory serves. Yeah, served. yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, kind of like John Elway before him. But even more disappointing than his baseball career was the fact that all he wanted to do was be a 49er. And uh, that yep. was his dream growing up. And then the 49ers passed on him. Steve Mariucci passed on him for Giovanni Carmazzo. How about that? Oh, that did not work nice. out wow. very yeah. well. So, you know, Joe, yeah. I,
0: I just told the story. P- 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 we got two Joes here again. Uh I told a story a couple of minutes ago about that. I had Tom Brady Sr. on the show a couple of years ago. Uh And um, I remember when, you know, it was like two years ago, he said, yeah, I don't think my son will finish his career with the Patriots because the Patriots probably cut him before he thinks he's done. So we were talking about that, and I said, you know, I've always sort of pictured he would end up on the 49ers. And he said, Tom will never play for the 49ers. And, uh... What you just said, he said the fact that they never drafted him and they let it go that far, he'll never, they'll never play for them. And he even said the whole family had season tickets, Joe. They had four season tickets to Niner games. He canceled them.
12: (laughs) Well, look, I I don't think Tom Brady's ever going to play anywhere else. Usually when a guy like Tom, you know, like the Joe Montana comparison is the one that always out there. Well, Joe Montana played somewhere else, but Joe Montana was pushed out of his job by Steve Young, he was pushed for playing time the whole two years before that. So, of course, Joe Montana thought he had football left, wanted to go out there and play. I don't think the uh, the Patriots are looking to move on anytime soon from Tom Brady because he's still playing very well. I mean, look at all these quarterback injuries, and there's Tom Brady still upright, still making plays, and still winning football games. So this old notion because he sells a house or moves this or does something else, look, at the end of the day, Tom Brady has nothing to prove. And if he gets to a point where he still wants to play football, but he doesn't look like he can play football anymore, that's when the Patriot divorce will happen. But I don't think that's going to happen. I expect him to play for the next couple years, much to the chagrin of the rest of the league. But we'll see what happens. This is not the first time this has happened. It's not the first time we've had this conversation. The last time we had this conversation, you know what happened? They beat the Seahawks in the Super Bowl that year. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's like rinse and repeat Mm -hmm. every five years with this. And trust me, after the Kawhi Leonard uh, stuff, uh, Joe and Joe, I've learned my lesson following athletes' real estate purchases. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, like I said, like, yeah athletes not- own property and they buy and sell property. I learned my lesson. You even said it at the time, Joe. I remember when because I said, <laughs> oh no, he's staying in Toronto. I said he just bought, he just bought a house in Toronto. Joe's <laughs> like he could sell it after, and I'm like, nah, why would he do that? And I'm like, well, rich people, and you know what's funny? He never sold it, Joe. I heard he actually, I think he owns, like, two places. He just said, "Oh, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a good investment. Yeah, good like, you, they're rich the enough that you is. can buy it. Yeah. And if I stay, I stay. And if I don't, I don't, right?
12: And we'll that's sell like it after. Raniere buys all kinds of properties. Yeah, that's why I should have known. On. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: Beachfront in Miami, uh, Rockaway, a of, uh, Hamptons.
12: A lot, of, a lot of write-offs there. A
1: lot of write-offs
0: available. <laughs> yeah, it's probably, <laughs> must be nice, hey? If I live here, I live here. If I live here don't just buy the house right <laughs> like okay so there, we're good to go coming into tonight here uh Joe Pisapia, seeing yeah. here um a lot of injuries here 49ers see Adam Schefter and Daly Roto uh 49ers banged up at running back going into the game Matt Breida did not practice today uh Mostert did not practice quad injury and uh Jeff Wilson suffered a, a stinger so it looks like uh, Tevin Coleman is going to be a nice play tonight and conversely, man, this Arizona backfield, yeah, it's Kenyon Drake time right now. Chase Edmonds and both David Johns going to be out. Talk to us about tonight's game.
12: Uh, look, tonight's game, I know anything can happen on a Thursday night. Uh Mish and I are going to talk about that a little bit long uh, after you guys are off, but uh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> to me, this looks like <laughs> another 49er just drubbing here. And and you and you can't expect, look, the 49ers are giving up 11 fantasy points to quarterbacks since the bye. I don't mean average. I mean 11. So just take that for a second and realize as a rookie quarterback, realize how good that front's been in terms of getting pressure. And I think it's gonna be a long night for Kyler Murray. And I hope that Kyler Murray can finish this game because I'm slightly concerned about their ability to get to him and maybe even force him out of this game, potentially too. And God knows that's going to put the total at an under and God knows it's certainly going to give um, that 10 and a half looking really, really good. So as far as I'm concerned right now, this should be a very easy win. Yeah. Uh, a lot of issues there with the running back position for the 49ers, but I think they can do enough there with Samuel um, uh, with, uh, excuse me, Emmanuel Sanders and uh, George Kittle, who there's no answer at all for the Arizona defense against uh, any tight end at all this year. So I would look for a big day for Kittle and a probably an easy victory for the 49ers and probably a score on defense as well.
0: Wow. Joe Renary, I'm taking mm. the points tonight. I'm getting to uh, piss just came in here and uh and just laid it down, didn't Pardon he? the pun, but yeah. uh, Pisa Pia pissed in my cornflakes. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, <laughs> Not just, good, man. just
12: so you Not know, good. it is Pisa Pia, by all the way, Pisa. like the Leaning Tower, but all
1: right. whatever. All right, JP, can we talk about a real game, all right? Tell me Sam Darnold don't have huge value this week, all right? Just tell me he doesn't have huge value this week.
12: <sighs> wow. He has value, but... I mean, if you don't think he's got risk, then I don't think anyone's been watching. And I understand it's, you know, the Patriots defense is great. We all know that. But Jacksonville is very good defensively, too. Even without Jalen Ramsey, they've been terrific. But I think at a certain point in time, you start to worry about how shaken is the confidence here. And on top of which, how much of a ripple effect does the trade deadline nonsense that went on there? Only the Jets could go out there and alienate the two best players on either side of the ball in one afternoon. (laughs) and then come back and be like okay let's go play football and you know what if they lost to the Dolphins this week it would not be a shocking thing at all I think you have to have a little bit of confidence in Darnold because of the matchup but let's also not forget that the Dolphins last couple games have come out in the first half against the Bills come out the first half against the Steelers with a good game plan and of course they're the Dolphins that make mistakes and the coaching staff on the other side tends to make adjustments and then they do better I don't know if Adam Gase is capable of making adjustments therefore I think this game is in question however Uh, The fact that Howard's out for this game the rest of the year, the fact that I think that when you're looking at this and you say, okay, can you get Crowder back involved? Can you get Anderson back involved? I think the answer is yes to both of those. So I think Darnold is okay as a, a secondary super flex quarterback. I don't think he's a QB one this week at all. I would start rivers over him. I know fantasy pros doesn't have that rank the same, but I would put rivers even against the Packers above him this week.
0: All right, so let's talk about some it's
12: of the other players.
1: pissed on, by the way, there, Gabe. Just let you know, that's that's two balls. Yeah, see, there,
0: there it is right there. there. Yeah. I'm Come actually. I'm leading, the <laughs> real soon. I'm leading with the Jets. Yeah, I know. We should end this segment, actually. Um, <laughs> hey,
12: thanks, as always. It's always yeah, fun thank, to be on the thank, thank you. Thank you, Joe, for joining us. Together. Next.
0: what's the press coming on They're Great. We get the press to follow no. this up. They say this show is really ending well. So, looking, though, at the totals this week, Peas appear. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Marinci. Yeah, look at it, look at it, the totals here this week. Lot of low totals once again. Yeah, you know yeah, what man. I mean, like man, like you know. So I'm looking. What's the highest one? Fifty and a half Lions Raiders.
1: Tampa Seattle looks to be big.
0: And that's another one. And both those teams have played to the over this year, but once again, Joe, there's not like those obvious stack games. So what's a couple of the games flying under the radar that you think they will be a nice game to stack uh, here for DFS purposes?
12: Uh, I think a sneaky one is going to be that uh, that Vikings-Kansas City one. I think you can certainly get involved there. Kansas City doesn't play a lot of defense, but this is over in Kansas City. So uh, you know Matt Moore wasn't terrible that first shot out there. Uh, Vikings are always tougher in their own building than they are on the road. I think that's one to keep involved. It would not shock me if the Chargers, too, after firing Wizen Hunt, kind of got a little bounce in their step. I know Keenan Allen's been hurt, but Mike Williams has played much better. The two that you mentioned, though, the Raiders game and the Seahawks game, I do think you're going to see a fair amount of points to that one. And sometimes – Look, you know, the chalk is the chalk sometimes because it's right. I mean, last week I talked on the DFS show about as soon as Drew Brees came back, I was like, you got to start Drew Brees. You have to start Michael Thomas. You have to go Murray. You just go in on New Orleans at home uh, in that situation. And if you did that last week, chances are you cash pretty much everywhere. So the chalk is because it's smart. And I understand sometimes you want to differentiate, and that makes sense. But uh, I'd say DK Metcalf's an interesting guy to keep an eye on. He's got a lot of end zone targets this week. Uh, This year, I should say, I think he's leading the league in end zone targets. So he's going to get a fair amount of opportunities there against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And another value probably on the other side too is uh, Mike Williams in that San Diego, uh, excuse me, as I still do it after all these years, the Los Angeles Chargers, Uh, he's getting a lot of looks there as well, especially with Keenan Allen banged up. I wouldn't shock me if Mike Williams had a decent return too.
0: You know, I was thinking about that game and um, we all know already about how the visiting fans, the visiting teams, fans take over that stadium. Mm. There's no fan base that travels as well as the Packers. The Packers, mm. Steelers, Chiefs are the three biggest fan bases that travel. The Bills are pretty close, but it's like next level with the Packers. I wonder if they'll play the Packers uh, music and fight songs like they did Pittsburgh. <laughs> Joe, he's a Pia. Got him uh, with Craig Mish. Coming up right here and, of course, Sunday morning.
4: To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321.
6: I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking
7: about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has
6: to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say, that's not possible possible, but since I've experienced it, your commercial
7: andro400.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any
5: lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to Money Now 100. .com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. 100com You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com.
0: Right, morning after. Solid show here this morning. We appreciate uh, you guys joining us, whatever uh, platform you're joining us on. Shout out to our crew over at uh, Sports Byline and all our affiliates uh, out there. A lot of stuff, uh, man, a lot of stuff uh, to get to, actually. Still, uh, man, that Brooklyn Net stuff is, is, is interesting. The fight was off the hook last night in the NBA. But we do have Thursday night football this evening. And Joe, he's uh, just joined us and uh, basically states that he thinks it's going to be a boring, one sided, lower scoring game uh, tonight, in that uh, San Francisco it will just be much too much uh, for Arizona. I said that uh, he's basically raining on trade because I believe that Arizona can hang around in this game, but. You're not getting rich betting against the San Francisco 49 football team uh, right now. Let's bring in the Prez. Wagertalk.com steps up and in. What's up, Prez? Hey, brother. What's
14: up, Gabe? How you doing, Joe? I got uh, my dog Vegas with me today.
9: Oh,
0: good
14: stuff. Are going to bring some luck? I don't need luck right now, brother. I'm on a 19-7 and all-sports run, a 9-2 and two football run. I'm, I, I I finished the baseball season 10-1 uh, and one in the playoffs. I'll save my luck for poker
0: now. Stuff So, well, now you see, you know, we've talked about this earlier on the show. You're due for a loss then almost now. It's your role. No like, chance. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to lose a few games confident. along the way. Oh, yeah. Well, Ranieri, you better bring a winner now. If I, I ask what? you about this game tonight, I don't want to hear Well, I don't like the game after you just brag like this. So, what about the game tonight? Don't like the game. See? <laughs> um, Typical. I'm I'm so yeah. great. My picks are awesome. A, uh, well, I don't like do any of think, these games because I'm you think too our cool. My
14: picks are awesome, Abe. I'm I'm not forced to bet this game. Listen, let me give
0: you my break. We're also not forced game, to have right? you on the show. <laughs> I,
14: I've got, I I said it as a joke, dude. I like Arizona. Oh, I know. It's, I, it's all good. It's all good. I like Arizona and I like the under. I just I just feel like this is a bad spot for San Francisco team has absolutely been rolling and I get it Uh, I I just you know I don't think they're going to get up for this game I know it's on primetime TV but uh, this team isn't going undefeated and strange things happen in the NFL it's usually you know against a bad team where they fall apart and I think Arizona's going to be able to hang with them. I don't think they're going to win the game outright necessarily. Uh, they are plus 10. But I'll take those 10 points, thank you. You know,
0: one thing, they have Seattle coming up. But it's not till next Monday. So it's back-to-back primetime games. So they've got Seattle coming up. Um, San Francisco does. And Seattle has uh, Tampa coming to town this week. I kind of think I, I like Tampa plus the points, and I'm I almost like Tampa on the money line. Yeah, you're saying money
14: line. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I like them with the points. They're definitely a bet I'm
0: going to be making. But that sort of look uh, ahead stuff the, in the, the NFL, CLT.
9: it,
0: it CLT has worked out. Is not very good. Well, you said that before the year started, and you're about to lose $500 wager with me. Like what? I only have to get to eight all and a half. All I'm
14: going to do is just take Joe's money and hand it to you. Joe might get there and get a push. Yeah, that's okay, dude. Five hundred dollars. What's that? Half a unit bet. Well, what's What are they? What are they?
0: What are they uh, the, uh, at they now? They're at five. The Seahawks. The
1: Seahawks
0: no, six and two. Excuse yeah, six, me. Six. Six. six two, yeah. I, listen, last year I was in the same boat, guys. I had a five hundred dollar wager on the Carolina Panthers over eight and a half. Mm. They were six and two, Joe. Didn't Ooh, win damn. again. I didn't win my bet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, I don't
8: think and you know, that's Brett- going to happen,
14: Gabe. Okay, but the Seattle team, you know, they 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 like to keep everything close. You, you, we talk about how big their home field advantage is. Uh, I think they're like 3-12 in their last 15 against the spread at home. You know, when this team gets a, a lead, they tend to just run the clock out. Uh, Carroll doesn't want Russell Wilson to throw... Look, they went up 24 points against Atlanta and uh, on some tickets didn't cover. Uh, see, the back door is wide open in Seattle.
0: My deal, and I, I can't disagree. They're 0-5 against the spread, 3-2 and two straight up their last five home games. Um, you know, Seattle's not a great role team to be laying points with. I totally agree with that. Mm. My deal is it's hard to trust Tampa, right? It's hard to trust Tampa, and it's hard to put money on Winston but the situation and the spot, I totally get it. Thing with Tampa is, it's almost not fair. They've been on the road all year, and you know it's real competitive dis- dis, uh, disadvantage for them. And you know, props to the Raiders, they just went through the same thing, and you know, very impressive that they're actually three and four. Of the Raiders, when you consider their schedule, now they're back home. Press looking ahead here, they get back home, they get the Detroit Lions. Interesting game, uh, this game. You know, Raiders haven't played a home game since like week two or something like that. It's pretty crazy. Mm.
14: Uh, Gabe, you know, when a quarterback is out, uh, the starting quarterback, a line can move, and we saw with Patrick Mahomes, eight points. When a star running back is out, a line can move a couple of points. How many points do you think a game moves when your
0: starting center is out? It's... Probably should move as much as, uh, if not more than some of the skill position players.
14: Exactly. But, it, but it doesn't. And Oakland starting center looks like he's out. They might be putting Richard Incognito, whatever his name is, at uh, center. Center is the hardest position to play in football. And this is not factored into the line at all. I think it's a huge point. Uh, It's one of the reasons uh, I like Detroit in this game. Although I think we're seeing Detroit, uh, I think we're seeing a whole change of culture in Detroit. I'm a big Matt Patricia fan. I I like Detroit to win this game outright. And I really like over the total in this game. Uh, Matthew Stafford's playing the best ball of his career. Their wide receivers are fast as hell. Uh, They're putting up points left, right, and center. And Oakland, as we can see, against uh, Houston and the other teams they played, I mean, they could keep up with anybody. It's just ultimately going to be uh, what happens at that center position. But I like Detroit, and I like the over in this game.
1: Well, a big shout-out to you uh, yesterday, Prez. I know you had mentioned uh, when uh, when I was talking to you, you took the damn Tampa Bay Lightning last night, I believe, against the... Uh, didn't you have the over in that game against the New uh, Jersey? I did. I had the over then- as
14: a five-unit play. Uh, one of the biggest play we offer at wagertalk.com. And, well, that was in the bag. dashed <laughs> mid-second period.
1: It scored 13 points in that game last night. My word. You looking at hockey tonight at all these two games that are on the board?
0: Two games, Montreal and Vegas tonight.
14: Yeah. yeah, I'm passing tonight in hockey, Joe. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't think I'm going to be playing anything. Maybe an NBA play, but I'm just, I'm going to start doing my NBA research after the show.
0: NBA basketball, you have the Miami Heater laying six and a half on the road in Atlanta. Trey Young, of course, is out. Denver Nuggets, four-point favorites at the Pelicans. Mm-hmm. Two, uh, 23 an and a half, two yep. the total in the Atlanta game. And then we've got the Spurs and the Clippers another sort of uh, revenge game. Kawhi Leonard just has jilted teams across the league. <laughs> so, mm. Kawhi Leonard didn't play last night.
14: Yeah, you know, it's really really hard, you know, being in your late 20s playing 3 games after a summer off. The man is, <laughs> was tired.
0: Yeah, listen, I've been, I've been a big Kawhi defender and stuff, but it gets a little old. And, isn't it? Like, oh, Kawhi's not playing tonight. Like you said, uh, presents You're 10 days into the season. It wasn't even a back-to-back. I was surprised you played the other night. It's on
14: national television. I mean, this league is a joke. I mean, really, think about it. These hockey players play 82 games a year. They get the snot beaten out of them. They're battered and bruised. Some of them play with broken legs. You know, one guy played with a broken eyeball. I made that up. Um and they don't take days off. Uh, these basketball players might be the softest athletes on the planet. I don't mind
0: I don't mind strategic rest but it's excessive when it's a quarter of the season. Right? That's one you know and it was excessive last year. The Raptors bent over backwards, but the thing is, prez, you'll see it more. And there's a fine line though between between uh, being old school and tough, and running your players into the ground. And yeah, the... wait till
14: the uh, wait till the class action lawsuit comes out of America. Bunch of fans bought tickets to go see the clips on the road, and Kawhi wants to not play. Uh, this whole thing is just stupid, and I do mind these guys taking strategic rests. You want to take a rest once every blue moon. Fine. Uh, the,
0: Kawhi is so soft. If they He's, didn't do he, that last year with Kawhi Leonard, the Raptors don't win the title. The, yeah. re, the reason he, he was so good in the playoffs because he didn't he play. Was
14: injured. Because he didn't Why play. Why does he need the rest this year? What's he doing? Threesomes all day long? Ooh. Joe, I wish I could say that uh, motto we were saying all uh, on our show yesterday. What do you mean, bobbing for apples? Yeah, baby. Gabe, you gotta check out uh Joe and don't my do it, uh, show. Do it. It's up don't, on Wager do it, Talk Gabe. TV, don't our YouTube it. channel. It's called Prime Time. We take don't apart five the five primetime football games. I promise you a lot of laughter.
0: All right twenty minutes press. you'll never get back, Gabe. Ever. Wager talk. Yeah, I'm a busy man, but I'll try to squeeze it in. <laughs> Yeah, you'll never get, the it, best, never get it back, Dave. brother. will no. try to squeeze it in. So uh, what's this, Pres? You, you got an offer? You're giving picks for free? Or what, what's this? What's going on here, Joe?
14: Uh, you know, it's funny. Every now and again, we do give picks out for free, and uh, they always lose. I gave a week <laughs> of picks out for free two weeks ago. I went two and eight. Then the, then the package expired, and I go on a 17 and four run. Uh, I'm not giving them out for free, but... Your listeners can get a week of my plays for $79. Use the promo code PREZ79 and that's P R E Z 7 9. Use it over at wagertalk.com.
0: And a week of plays, like what? A couple of plays a day and then,
14: uh... more than that. You you're looking at 3 or 4 college football plays on Saturday, 3 to 5 NFL plays and at least at least 7 NBA and NHL hockey plays, plus what? college Oops starts on Monday.
0: On Tuesday. The Prez, WagerTalk.com. Prez, thanks for uh, for joining us. May the winners be yours. Oh,
14: that's so sweet of you, Mike Berman or Vince Van Patten or whatever <laughs> closing you just stole from somebody else.
0: Steal out from anybody. I don't have to steal things from people. No, you have been, you're, been saying that for 18 year years, it. Prez, actually. Yeah. <laughs> If you weren't up playing poker up all night, you'd probably know that. <laughs> Gabe, you're the best that
14: there ever was in I know. Canada.
0: I'm not in Canada. <laughs> I'm already aware. Thanks, Pres. Um, so as I was saying, <laughs> <made> a, <laughs> yeah, I'm stating it. Yeah, it's good. What? Um,
1: what do you call you? Keith Van Pelt? What do you call
0: you? I don't know. Really I think he meant to be Scott Van Pelt. Pelt. I don't, <laughs> Which I don't mind Scott Van Pelt, actually. Oh, um, all right, uh, so we got this football game tonight. I'm taking Arizona. I'm going to ride the points. I'm going to take the plus ten and a half. I think San Francisco will be a little bit uh, lethargic this evening. Hey, listen, said, we get yep. tattooed. But I like, I like the prop over Kyler Murray over 26 yards. What do you got, Joe? Gonna shock you. I'm going with the under. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't disagree. <laughs> See you at five.
9: be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531.
8: Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky.
0: The teams kept losing at yep. home. It was the same crap. It was the same crap. St. Louis won on the road. Couldn't win at home. I think they won one home game. I remember, like, because it was the same thing. They were like, "Wow, well, I don't know. We've been better on the road. Like, it was the classic hockey stuff. Both coaches were saying the same thing. Trying to put on a show. Too many passes. You know, we get too fancy. We get too cute. And in hockey, it's called play a classic road game. It means play a smart game. And, you know, the Washington Nationals played classic road games all the way through. But first World Series in history that the uh, that the uh, team won, won all four games on the road. And in fact, you have to go back to 2010. And this is a real obscure, very Canadian-ish uh, stat here, Joe. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. Um, The last time, so we know this never happened in baseball before, right? That uh, a a championship series, the World Series, that uh, a team lost four times on their home field. A team won all four times and lost all the times at home. Now, we've seen this, you know, home court, home ice doesn't really mean as much anymore. We just talked about it in the NBA. We saw last year the Raptors won three straight times in, in Oakland. The Blues and the Bruins, home ice didn't mean anything. So we've seen this before, but you have to go back to 2010. That the any time in any playoff series, <laughs> and mm. it's actually in the Western Hockey League. Oh, wow. The Portland Winterhawks. <laughs> and, oh, damn. And the Spokane Chiefs. Yeah, That's the last time a series um, of any kind. That's the last time a seven-game series in any sort of sport – I actually had the, uh, the the home team lose every game in a seven-game series.
11: Be sure to follow all our social media at FNTSY Sportsnet and at FNTSY Radio. And now I'm tweeting about you, bruh. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. News update.
1: Steven Strasburg may be your MVP, but Howie Kendrick, the hero for the Washington Nationals in game number seven. Kendricks hit a home run off the
7: right foul pole to put the Nats up three to two.
4: USA Radio News with Chris Barnes.
10: The US House has just passed a Democratic resolution which moves the impeachment